Content warning for discussion of fictional sexual assault. Hello, everybody. We are back once again with another episode. Another episode once again. Hello. We are back. All another right, episode. Yes. Us. Hello. See you guys next week. Bye. Yes. Hello. Come on, Keith. <laughs> you need to... Oh no, Keith's broken. Wait, we got oh, to reset no. Keith. It's Hold over. On. He didn't go along yeah. with the joke. What is this? I'm going to start this episode with "I was right." I was uh, right. Uh, sure. <laughs> with my Please stupid provide context. Uh, I was right about Genshin Impact discussion being more controversial than than political discussion. <laughs> At well, least on my yeah. channel. I mean, maybe on your channel. Fucking, yeah. I was waiting for the data, and the data is in. And uh, Gen. Uh, fucking uh trump be gone <laughs> episode last week uh 77% likes on my channel genshin impact 63% it's almost like a 50/50 compared to a a, a 3 to a 3 out of 4 like but man it's <laughs> if it's like politics is never more important than gaming so if there's a, if there's a gaming controversy, it tops anything going on in the world. <laughs> How it dare doesn't even you matter. have negative opinions about my moe yeah. girl addiction? Exactly. <laughs> I I would I would destroy planets to stop you from having bad opinions about anime. But if you tell me like, oh, your president sucks, okay, whatever, I don't give a shit. You're not touching the things that matter to me. <laughs> well, and on my fair, channel, it was it was sort of the opposite. I got ninety percent likes on the. Genshin Impact, everybody very happy about our agreement there. And then on last episode, it was 58.3. Womp, oh. womp. Womp, indeed. I'm sorry for your loss and that you have to deal with those people. <laughs> I don't deal with them. I, I, I have very good tools at my disposal. I mean, they're not very good tools. They have, they're, they're tools. They're tools. It has, that one had the most likes of any video in the entire series and like double the normal viewership. So obviously this is now a political podcast. Oh, don't get me wrong. I also got no, the most I... likes of any, on a, of any video and the most yeah. viewership. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, technically it had double the dislikes of the Genshin Impact, but it had 3.5 times the likes. I'm just... <laughs> All I want but... is I just want to go back to ignoring federal problems Everything. again. I just don't, I, I like, the only thing that makes me happy about Joe Biden is that he's not going to accomplish jack fucking shit. I can just ignore him for a while, focus on the important stuff, and then when it's about election time again, go back to focusing on what matters uh, in federal. But like I, I just I'm just happy I can kind of ignore that problem for now. Focus on the real, actual. Speaking of ignoring, of, yeah. Goodbye that mm -hmm. topic. We're past okay. it. That was last week for three hours. Now I've got a new controversial topic for everyone to be mad at me for for bringing. Ooh, up. juicy! Let's I, do I, it. I, that I just they keep coming by on a regular basis. We had the Genshin Impact <laughs> thing. We had the Let's Plays are not fair use. We okay. had Three Days Grace is trash. <laughs> then I don't Trump. think that's a controversial topic. <laughs> no, that that was not. Uh, <laughs> although stuff with Stephanie doesn't get disliked very much either, but uh. I mean, no, this week we have sexism. Hooray. Everyone loves talking about <laughs> you, sexism on the internet. Week? What do you mean this week? <laughs> well, this topic, this podcast will be primarily focused on some and sort of And it's about sexism. a Japanese game. So it's, it's once again, we're just people going to get angry. Uh, people going to get so angry. And right. also Andrew's probably going to be it? not on my side on this one. Okay. Uh, oh. You actually know about this already. We brought it up already. But it's, I'm like, this is definitely a podcast topic. 
so there was a there was an interview and it came up that uh the yakuza creator doesn't want kiryu to beat up women in fighting games and so that's the reason why the constant requests for kiryu to be a guest in fighting games because it just seems so blatantly like something that you could you could easily just like slot him into like street fighter or smash or really any uh fighting game and he already has such a diverse moveset as because he's a brawler character that you could just make him fit and it'd be great and it's good fan service mm-hmm. and everyone would love it but apparently the reason he's he's not in these games constantly is because fighting games have girls in them and here you can't ever hit a girl because chivalry or something i uh lady i hate I, it i hate I, it <laughs> yeah i i am i'm firmly in the opposite side right it's it's not as like he didn't come out and say anything sexist in like blatant like he blatantly didn't go like oh women aren't a match for kiryu or oh uh it's unfair that uh, it's unfair to pin like kiryu could never lose to a woman he's not saying that he's just like i don't my character i do not think would fight women and i don't want to put him in a position where he would do that because I have creative control over my own game, and I don't make him do that, so I don't I don't have to give my character creative control to somebody else who may make him do that. Like, yeah, I don't there, see a there, problem with that. And there's something to that. There's something to like the theremin argument approach of like if I never let him exist in a situation where he would ever fight a woman, then we don't ever have to deal with this question ever, 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 yeah, ever, ever, exactly. ever, ever for hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay. We'll just never question this ever, and, ever. And that's okay. Like, he's not, again, he's not being blatantly sexist. He's just like, in my games, I follow a policy with Kiryu never fighting women. It's only coming up. It's only coming up now because you've asked me this. But otherwise, the game doesn't like do anything to set like to frame it as if I, I Kiryu... agree that he's not being blatantly sexist but that's he's still being about... sexist yeah though. like that's the thing sure. about, like, but when not, it comes to like I'm casual not... racism I, I or casual sexism and so on like there's like aspects of like it's like oh he doesn't have to say anything inflammatory or distressing because the passive assumption that's that a how society bar, works is just a thing that it goes by default like this is just like so, if i just say like he doesn't hit women and don't don't really interrogate what that actually means and just hope no one else does either then i get away with never saying anything sexist and i'm not saying that he's like an openly hateful person or like has deep-seated problems i'm saying like this is like an issue with gender roles and so on that can be a whole mess but it's also like it's a there all these games are fighting tournaments and like yeah it's not yeah. really about who would be a fair fight. Like, like none of these games have weight classes in them. <laughs> like, like it's like Zangief versus think tiny people. <laughs> at first, at first, I, I thought like when 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 Yuki said uh, there's something to that, Andrew, in it, and I'm leaning more on the Andrew side of of things right now. Uh, at first, I thought Keith was gonna be his own sort of like counterpoint to this because i was i was getting ready to be like the middleman here and just be like there's a truth on both sides or something uh actually i found a way to be there uh i think what (laughs) what uh what andrew is saying here is uh more of the editorial control or i guess it's it's authorial control um and and just his character doesn't do that and he doesn't want it and it's fair and it's it's sort of like a quirk i i respect that honestly from from a uh authorial perspective like because the thing is it's if 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 you ask a character like that to do something lore breaking in a uh 
in a in sort of a more traditional lore sense of things. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, imagine, I don't know, a character who never uses computers and then goes on in, in, in the cameos in a game where everybody uses computers. I'm just saying something ridiculous for the sake of an example. Um, you know, that's, it's fair for the author to be like, I don't want to do that. That's not really something I'm, I'm interested in. Uh, what Keith is saying, I think, is, is very important, though. Cause but it's fighting they, they, people's what he does all the time. Yeah, and I, I yeah. get that saying it like, oh, I don't want him in a fighting game because he has to fight women. I don't think he needed to specify that. I he'll think he could have just he'll literally beat up like a teenager just to sober the, them up. The, like yeah, not even like criminals yeah, but, and dangerous people, but like random people just get punched to solve their comedic. problems. <laughs> it's just like comedic fighting though. Like the, no one nothing in Yakuza that none of the combat in Yakuza is like realistic by any accounts. It's just it's just like mindless you know like mindless funny nonsense the thing is the mindset uh, that that prevents him from putting women facing uh ryuji what's his name kiryu kiryu yes uh the the thing that the mindset that prevents him from featuring women as villains or as as adversaries that that might end up fighting kiryu uh. It is is responsible article. for things like people saying women don't belong in the army or uh, they're not as strong as men and just and that mattering because it's like the thing about the thing about this sort of sexism isn't readily obvious Fine, here's to somebody. Here's the resetera version. Here you go, Andrew. <laughs> uh, the, is it like it isn't immediately obvious that. Uh, I see a lot of people arguing that it's not really sexism against women. It's sort of sexism against men because it's the men getting bitten up rather than the the women, the women. But the the thing is, the way this works and in society and in video games as a as a or in in fiction as a, a reflection of society, the way it works is that the rights of uh, a gender or people that are of a certain gender, in this case women, uh, are taken away. And that doesn't. The, the, it's not the right to be beaten up by Kiryu, but it is the right to to beat up Kiryu <laughs> in this in this very fantasy sort of like very ridiculous thing because it's just a video game, right? But in real life, it is the the matter. It is the case of the rights of women to go to the army uh, or to uh, to f basically have equality in in a lot of things that patriarchy protects them from, but protects them by removing their rights rather than by necessarily. Protecting from protecting them from exploitation, because it's it's often very it's often juxtaposed to other sorts of exploitation, and I think Yakuza does the uh, from what I've seen anyway does show that sort of uh, in, in, ingrained sexism in society, and, and like from an authorial perspective, it's it's totally fair. You make a story about a society that is traditionally sexist. Uh, and I say traditionally, I mean traditional gender roles uh, where your main character only beats up man. But also the end result is that your storyline is all about men just going around beating each other up. And of course, I, it's a lot more complicated than that. But I don't you know, I don't know. The more I read this, the less I the even less I feel this is a valid argument. Like he just doesn't want to see Kiryu hit women. It's there's nothing about there's nothing involved uh, with like misogyny here he personally does not want to see his character punching women that is completely his own authority it does not fucking matter at all uh what like it, there's no other hidden meaning to this he just doesn't want to see his character punching women 
Fine. No, uh, that's I, dis- I, dis- I disagree with the idea. There's no additional meaning. I'm, but, I, 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 I totally understand that. That's exactly what he said, and he said nothing yeah. else. And he wasn't like, "Fuck all women, and they're not allowed to do fighting, and they would all crumble before him, and women are allowed to be fighters, and so on." Like he didn't say any of that stuff. He didn't say but that. I'm yeah, saying I'm that not he saying, creates uh, a character uh, with these rules, and those rules are going unquestioned. And if you question those rules, there's not a lot of answers you can land on that actually don't end up with kind of some kind of sexist grounding to them, aside from the one where you're kind of doing where you just throw your hands up and don't go any further with it. I yeah. I guess, yeah, I don't... I, I just don't see an issue there. Like, it's like, not if, that he's ill-intentioned, but that but doesn't mean that the he's... creator's views on yeah. gender roles and so on. I... And, yeah. And I think that's okay. It's this idea of chivalry, not, but like advanced yeah. chivalry, like this idea, like you can't conceive the idea of like women can't be fighters and they can't do anything and like that. And like, so like the option just isn't there. They can't belong to like, the Yakuza. They can't be mob bosses, which like, is, I don't know. A single Yakuza game straight up features like 300 characters over the course of its playthrough because of the sheer number of NPCs you encounter throughout it that are all named in some way and so on. And like, Yeah. It's all dudes yeah. forever. It's, and it's five very billion dudes, and it's always a billion dudes. And then whenever a girl shows up, they're a cabaret worker or an office worker, or you need to escort them somewhere and save them from thugs. And they will never yeah. be allowed to take place in violence of any kind in particular. I haven't played Yakuza 7 yet uh, because I have to play through 4, 5, Dead Souls 6, and then 7. But uh, in that one, they finally added a female party member because they, they made it a group-based, turn-based RPG instead of uh, instead of the beat-em-up stuff. But even in that one, I'm like, oh, okay, her abilities are to flirt with people and hit them with her purse. Uh, and yeah, it's that like, doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily I have to, come I, I from a bad one place. thing for accuracy because I'm the representation tells... of the genre for you guys because you guys haven't played yeah. the games, but... I do need to amend one thing, which is that in Yakuza like two, there is a woman that is in violence, but it's specifically she is a cop and she can only use a gun for the most part. But there is like one hmm. scene where she gets to kick some ass in a cutscene. But is but of course, yeah, like it's 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 it's, it's always specifically like there's a badass. They're very rare, but in this case, it was a badass girl that's specifically on Kiryu's side. So there's no there's no situation where they would ever actually clash that way. And that reminds me that way. It reminds me of a game for yeah. the Sega Saturn. It was called Die Hard Arcade, I believe. And there were two characters that you could play. Like this really muscly dude who just go around kicking and punching. And Dynamite then, Cop. Uh, what? Yeah. What? This was is the game. The the- yeah, I was always trying to play this with Andrew. And, and it's just, you know, on the infinite to-do list. But it was a Die Hard Arcade in the States. And it was called Dynamite Cop everywhere else. Because oh. it was just an unrelated game that was branded Die Hard retroactively. Die, yeah, that's, why, so it has, so that's why it has, that's why it has nothing to do with, with, uh, with and the woman at cop, all with it. The woman cop starts with a pistol. And uh, she she can punch and kick as well. Like, But still, yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, that game has nothing to do with Die Hard at all, but it is yeah, fucking no, no, fun. No. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fun. I, I, yeah. I randomly saw it like in a pizza place when I was like eight, and it was like it became like a hunt. Like, can I ever find this ever again? And like at like the age of like twenty five, I, I finally figured out that like uh, it's a uh, it's on Dreamcast. A, yeah, I was just gonna say they have oh, it on Dreamcast, Dreamcast too. I finally found out the reason I couldn't ever find it was because it was this fucking uh, dynamite cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, so I. I, I'm not saying that this this sort of sexism, because that's what it is, comes from a bad place or just from a conscious 
conscious. Uh, it, it does come from an unquestioning nature uh, of society. Because, like, if you start thinking about this stuff, you then, yeah. you know. But, you, oh, you, you can't to... hit a women. They're women. And then never thinking past that. And then it's like. Yeah. And then, like, the, the, you know, the entire half of the population that is women looking at this is like, okay, you go on. <laughs> and it's like, it's the kind of choice yeah. that might be made with no women in the room or with Japan's yeah. particular views yeah, on gender and so on. Yeah, definitely no women in the room. And that's, yeah. and again, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a situation that I don't, I don't think matters to me. Like, it doesn't, it, it, it impacts oh, I'm sure it nothing. doesn't matter to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm saying, like, in an, an overarching scheme, this matters nothing. This this means nothing. It's it's just a nothing issue. Well, like, in a rare... were... for me, it's a bummer because I'm playing this incredibly long franchise now, mm-hmm. and I'm really attached to it, and I don't like how this characterizes Kiryu. And it's like, it's kind of a floating question in the background. And it's, it's, yeah. it's it was there already before the interview. There was issues because specifically I played Yakuza 0 and I had a great time. And then I played Yakuza Kiwami, which is the remake of the first game where they added a bunch of additional content and they redid the game from scratch in a new engine. Like it's not an, it's not an up-res or anything. It's just a genuine remake. And uh, it features both Kiwami 1 and 2 feature a large percentage of, but not all of the quests from the original game. In particular, Kiwami, two, no, not Kiwami 2, actually, actually, weirdly, 3, the, the re-release of 3, which was not a remake, it was just an up-res, they changed the content in it, they added some quests that weren't in the original US version, but also removed some, because there's an entire quest chain where a trans woman repeatedly stalks and assaults Kiryu, and is constantly, it's like a distressing representation of oh, a trans woman, trope. and they yeah. just fucking deleted that entire, like, nope, we're not, we're not bringing <laughs> this along in, in the 20, like, <laughs> in like the 20, like, 19 or 2018 re-release of the game, we're like, we're just gonna dodge this one. Uh, yeah. But specifically, uh, Kiwami 1 has some weird slip-ups in particular because uh, you do get to fight female character models. And I say that specifically because of the the specificity of that language is important. Uh, Because... Hmm. Are are they they, drag? They all... Every single time, they have to come up with an explanation for why the woman wasn't really a woman under the eyes of Kiryu, and that's why it was okay to hit them. And, (laughs) uh, like, one of them does feature, like, an assault... Like, what's essentially an assault by a... What seems to be either uh, a man in drag or a trans woman, where I think specifically it's like... There's, like, a sexual assault that happens, and Kiryu loses health. And it's like, I don't... I don't like this. Oof. And yeah, there, there was at least yeah. two times in the game, if I remember correctly, where you fight, where you fight a female character model, and it's explained why they weren't a woman under the eyes of the, the Japanese creators and so on. And it's like, I don't, I don't yeah. particularly like the feeling of this discussion. And so then having yeah, this interview normal. come up afterwards, I'm like, I don't. Oh, I'm sad about this because the only thing that comes to mind is when you tell like, well, I wouldn't like Kiryu to hit women. It's the first thing that comes to mind is like. Street Fighter, three, two, one, go. And it's here's Chun Li, and Kiryu's like, I'm sorry, but I cannot hit a woman. And it's like, the <laughs> yeah, fuck? You, what the fuck did you just say to Chun Li? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, like this, like, because like, there's an inherent, like, beneath me well, but it's not, tone to that. Uh, but it's not Kiryu wouldn't hit women. It's that the creator doesn't want to see him hit yeah, women. Yeah, so they'll carefully warp himself, all of reality around yeah. Kiryu to make this never be a possibility but, forever. But, a, but, the, but the character itself is not a problem. 
Like, yeah, uh, but it's, it's just, he, it just makes me by sad. By all accounts, he can beat the shit out of women. It's just that the creator has to, you have to tiptoe around him because he doesn't want that. It's just a scenario that magically never comes up over the course of several yeah. hundred hours of JRPG. I'm not sure that makes it better. I'm not sure that makes it better because on the one now, hand, not even counting Dead Souls, there are now eight mainline Yakuza games, and like that's a long fucking franchise to just have an entire half of the population never once be a crime lord or a boss or any kind of like like you, fucking femme fatale assassin ladies like biker chick anything just literally anything you could add in that like a that character think, like like every anime ever would would find moments where there would be a woman that does violence at some point that, that has these kinds of tones like yeah and- i mean it's tough because you're you're balancing two different issues one is you're balancing japan you're balancing japan's culture <laughs> you're balancing japan's culture in 1988 which is definitely not pro hitting women like if a man was hitting a woman in japan in 1988 that guy uh, most might of the yakuza like- games are modern zero was a prequel that took place before he, he spent like 10 years oh. in prison then, then you have on top of that the Yakuza issue, which Yakuza follow their own set of culture and rules. So, like, you're there's a lot of barriers here to get I to a, the thing is a that- like an open world. You know, like the like this seems unfair. It's like the yes, because you're looking at it from a modern perspective. But- yeah, but I don't think it makes it better if you're asking if you're saying that it's not that the character doesn't want to hit women, is that the author doesn't want the character to hit women or see the character hit women. I would I would rather on the that, one hand because that means on that the one you could Kiryu you could have a character hit women. But the thing is you could have a character who was like staunchly against hist- hitting women and even though that's a traditional attitude to have and uh, traditional gender roles and whatnot. Um, it's still like a point that you can make, and it's a good point in a lot of aspects because it you can know, also be a point of violence. character growth if they have to actually come oh, to yeah. clash with that ideology have, in some way. Can have, I, yeah, you can mine storytelling you know, from that instead of just pretending that it's not a question forever. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, I like that it, it. I prefer that it is the creator doesn't want to see Kiryu hit women because it means that if he's gone, Kiryu can go and hit women. what a fucking way to phrase it like that's it but seriously that's the thing is that it's not kiryu himself does not not it's the guy who who's running the show doesn't want to do it it. which means that it's not kiryu's kiryu isn't sexist i don't know if the franchise would would still exist if that creator left it could be i think it might be be one of those ones because here the thing is it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter if the series does they can just license that character out to a bunch of fighting games now like, oh, well, the creator's gone, but guess what, guys? DLC He's coming for, for you, Chun-Li. Yeah, he's like, he's every every fighting <laughs> game now has Kiryu in it. Like, it because there's yeah. no rule that says Kiryu- that Kiryu can't hit women. It's just the creator's like, I'm the puppet master, and I won't let it happen. And so if the, the publisher's like, all right, well, we don't want you anymore. Kiryu's going to go hit women now. Then they just send him to every fighting game. <laughs> oh, my game. God, he's just phrasing <laughs> like, in the worst way. Because he makes it about hitting women. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the but, thing, is like, you, you, if yeah like it ends it, up not being though because that's the issue like it's sure don't hit women nice it's a good thing um uh, but i mean that in ends that up regard with, don't with hit storytelling like, yeah, don't, yeah hit don't hit people, people for sure but, but yakuza's like, a casual violence it ends franchise up, it ends with, up with storylines that don't feature women or feature women in just very limited roles like housekeeping or courtesans that's the characters i can think of from my yakuza 3 because that's the last i last game i saw Yakuza. Oh yeah, because because somebody. Oh, because did you watch all? Have you been watching all the Yakuza playthroughs? Yeah. 
Yeah, because like all the women are a huge percentage of them are are cabaret workers. Yeah, and like absolutely. Sex and they so have on. to be. That's the that's the whole premise is that Yaku, like Yakuza wouldn't hurt women like physically. They would just force them into like the sex trade. There was no way they would like beat the shit out of them. They would just go like, all right, we're gonna make you a prostitute. We're gonna make you a cabinet girl. Or like, there, there these moments girl. where you're like, you're doing, you're like, like I think there was like whole cabaret storylines in, in Kiwami too, where you'd you'd work up the charm with each individual cabaret worker, and then you'd you'd, you'd essentially go on a date with them. Whereas more so than a date, it was like a employee. It was like it was like an employee employer sort of meeting interaction where you get where you get to know them better over coffee or something. And then over the course of those storylines, they would come into conflict with somebody. And what was really like comically consistent is that like they would they would come in contact with another woman that they're in conflict with. And then, oh, this big storyline about all the conflict and the reasons for it. And then their proxy men have to fight like some random thug <laughs> dude you've never heard of before will show up to like fight on behalf of the other woman. And you're fighting yeah. on behalf of your cabaret woman. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't even dude, know this guy. And they, had, they had to invent a whole new character just because they can't ever let the women fight. Like they're terrified. No, that, makes, that totally makes sense. It does like it, like that, women's that, that, the- that is totally <laughs> canonical. You would definitely have uh, brothel women have men who would fight for them. Like that's that is a normal ass thing. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely game, normal. It makes the game like it's just the consistency of it, though. It, like there, it feels there's, there's weird. Always, sure, there's always like, another excuse. There's always another whole, reason why this woman will is, never get their hand dirty. Yeah, but it's a whole other world. Like, Especially in a game that reliably does side quests where fighting shouldn't even be invo- involved, but somehow you end up beating the dude like three times until he learns the lesson that he shouldn't, I don't yeah. know, scam and I, people and I or just, something. I just know there's going to be like a punchy girl in like five or something, and everyone's going to say the same. Like the comments are already typing. There's like 10 identical <laughs> comments that all point to the same character, but the fact that they're doing that highlights the disparity. <laughs> It's like, aha, in, if, in the sixth game of the franchise, we finally added the one punchy girl, but she's still not going to fight you. But, but she is a punchy girl. She punches people. Look at her go. And yeah. like, it's like, wow, an eight game franchise. And there's an exception that doesn't speak <laughs> to any larger trend at all. And, I, and once again, like, I love this franchise. I want to play all of them and they're great. But it's just I, I just there's a thing that I, t- I have a t- as a takeaway. It's just like how like I really I'm really digging Berserk. I'm reading the yeah. fuck out of these each time a new volume comes in because I'm I'm doing the deluxe editions where like every few months I read another big tome of Berserk and that's fun. <laughs> and there's a lot of shit about it that's really cool. And I'm also the, the versions I'm buying are giant pages. So it's some yeah, real good large art and it's good. But boy, uh, sure got mixed feelings about Casca. <laughs> like Casca is like she's a great character and she's mm-hmm. is and she's completely 100% on board and even ahead of a lot of the male characters in the in the crew and she she's scrappy and she fights and all this shit and she's a leader and she's a great character and for a lot of reasons. But boy, the game like the <laughs> It, 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 in a if you if you if you if I chronicle every sexual assault or rape that happens in the entire storyline so far, there's one that wasn't Casca, maybe. No, and it's a really no. prominent one, and it's a big deal that that happened to the other I, character. I think you're, I think you're like, heavily overglossing. But the number of times that like, like every <laughs> like every like like a, 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 the times that they fight like a mercenary dude, and then the mercenary dude warps into like 
a monster dude and then he rips Casca's top off and then tentacles are going towards her vagina and I'm like oh we're doing this again and then like three again. chapters later <laughs> it's like oh we're doing this again like like it's like the number of uh, like almost back to back times it starts to happen I'm like okay come on <laughs> like one time I'm more I'm already like a little mm, but then it happens multiple times I'm like all right come on there's like other plot points you can have besides let's assault Casca in a sexual manner for being the that's the female character specifically I'm like I like she could just get injured or see something unspeakably horrifying and other things can happen, which also all those things happen too. That's, but like, that's you don't need to specifically zero in on like, hey, the one female character is going to get weirdly sexually assaulted a few too many times in a row. And it's like, I don't, mm, no. That's a, that's a weird mixture of uh, the fr the fridging of female characters and the uh, sexual assault as character development tropes. I don't Because on the, on the one hand, you know. see a lot of female characters have uh, be sexual be sexually assaulted and then use that as a character development point that's just one of those things that happens reliably. this is all in the background of noise of knowing that rape horse is coming <laughs> like there's it's like really i know tough, rape horse like, exists because everyone talked about him because of ludwig and bloodborne and that's also a similar like there's a character that's trying to rape a woman and i'm like mm. oh so wait you I, haven't I, even seen rape horse yet no no. Okay. Yeah. So the, like, what the you're talking story, about is the, like, okay. the, the eclipse has just happened. Yes. Yeah, so, so like it, it does happen so much so after... far. But so I'm saying in the, in the context of what I've seen so far, I'm like, okay, there's been like three or four sexual assault and rape things, and they're pretty much exclusively Casca over and yeah. over again. And okay. I'm like, okay. So that, come on. Come that, on. That happens up for like it. It happens up until the. Uh, I don't. Wait, where are you right now? <laughs> like, because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. I'm trying anything. not. I'm, I'm. I'm trying not to spoil things for the audience specifically. Besides, so if you this haven't gone to Rape yet, window, once you once you experience which now, once you to, now there's the issue of trying to explain Rape Horse to the audience. Once you you don't I'm have so, to. Once I'm you experience so uh, once you experience that the <laughs> the sexual assaults towards Casca just cease like dramatically. The, because the from there on dramatically the, that's not a good dramatically it, like you will, like you almost, no. from your you almost never see them and the reason almost. is because the author goes wait a second this is really stupid everyone's getting raped all the time <laughs> it's fucking it's like that one it's meme. medieval times people just do it all who's gonna stop them like the 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 narrow like it seems stupid like the author goes from the goes from the uh Let's the see, i can actually check my index here like, he goes from the eclipse and goes, uh, okay, I think I'm leaning too heavily in this part. I'm just gonna, like, expand out and go, like, it's not just, like, I, I need to stop focusing it in. It's just a thing. It's part of the world. This is a problem that just happens in this time period. And it's, it, you stop seeing it so, like, in your yeah, face. Yeah, it becomes a little bit more okay, so yeah, I have about I have the deluxe, world rather than about the character. I have Deluxe 5. six. I think 6 comes out this month, actually. Uh, Deluxe 5 ends on uh, chapter 91, volume 13. Which sounds like really big numbers now that I look at it. Holy fuck, this is a long series. Uh, it's uh, 16 pages each. That's for, for me, it's like volume 5. But it's like is, I'm already uh, in volume 13. There's 357 chapters. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, what, you said chapter ninety one, but no. Overall, it's a really it's a like Berserk is fucking compelling. Well, even beyond like just the like 
obviously like the constant dark soul stuff that i'm doing on the channel and everything it, like for hundreds and hundreds of episodes like eventually it's like i want to know about all these berserk references that are supposedly in these games and get and get some context for that stuff but also just you it gets cut when it comes up enough it's like this i want to know what this story is because it seems like it might be good and there's a lot of really interesting things about berserk but like that does like really in, in this in these in these first hundred yeah. chapters that specifically stood out to me where i'm like okay i one was a lot it's, already <laughs> and here we go <laughs> yeah Please it's stop. uh it's yeah i mean and that's the unfortunately that's the easiest way to get a rise out of people is because there's casca is just like the best character in the series and to like put her into a state where she's that vulnerable is infuriating to watch because you're like come on man this is like this is no this is nothing this woman could like free- break this guy's neck seven times in a row if she wanted to. This is absolutely but shitty. Um, that's why the fridging trope is is uh, harmful, though. Well, it's it's, like, it's more. It's not even that. It's just it's because it, it's well, the idea like it's, this woman will make you feel things, so we're gonna hurt yeah. Because you're not yeah. even centering the woman. You're not even centering the victim. In this case, it's of, not. Of, in this case, it's like I. She's enough of her own character that she doesn't exist purely as somebody else's motivation. Okay. So she's okay. she's pretty well rounded and, and has a lot going on. No, she's a she's a great character. Everything about her is amazing. She has great character growth during the uh, the beginning before the eclipse. Um, there's a lot of it's just so such a good character. And then he just goes like, "All right, the character's gone now." And you're like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Like, why did you do this?" And yeah, so it so that's the how you get a rise out of people is because you have this great character. People love her. And then you go like, yeah, but what if she's a, a vulnerable every encounter? And you're like, yeah, I guess I'm getting a rise out because I'm and frustrated. It is, a, it, is, it is a threat that's fulfilled in that a lot of prominent characters just die. Yeah. <laughs> like all the time in the storyline. And, and so you, you don't know if it's going to happen or not. And unfortunately, I there's like the part of me that's like, well, yeah, but the nice part is, is that anything that threatens Casca gets just immediately obliterated by guts. So it's really fun to see. Like, it just pisses him off. So he just like annihilates whatever's in front of her. <laughs> so it's really great. I mean, that's the, the plus side. It's like, oh, no, this tentacle monster. Yeah, but it's about to get turned into fucking like salami in a second. <laughs> And you know, like that's the that's my motivation to keep reading in in a sense. It's just like yeah, but Gus is gonna murder it, like really murder it. <laughs> like, yeah, but there's still, <laughs> but there's still like the part of me that's just like no, yeah. But the, but the creator's real fixated on like like not only is the, they're gonna be like an implied rape, but it's gonna be like how do I make it worse? Like oh, it's this like yeah. big like torso sized tentacle and it's covered in spikes and it's like ah and it's got mouths on it maybe like he, like he goes so fucking far and I'm like okay come on man. <laughs> Yeah, and again, there's like no the other motivational. Stop. Yeah, because and again, because after the eclipse, there's not really anything to, especially in the very beginning, uh, at post eclipse, it's really hard to do anything when there's only two people. You know, you're like, what are the stakes? Well, guts ain't gonna die. <laughs> like, you know, you're kind of just like, well, I know this guy ain't gonna die. So, like, the only thing you could do is threaten Casca, and. It eventually will get to a point where you're like, oh, that, that's why I say like he eventually tapers out because he goes, oh, wait, there's like I don't have to do this anymore. I can just back off. There's like there's actual threats and stakes now. I don't have to like be, uh, you know, over the top. I don't have to like do this type this like threat of rape every encounter. 
And it's like, now he just focuses on like, yeah, this is a thing in the world. You just have to worry about this. And it's not just these characters. Like, everyone in the world has to worry about this problem. Um, and so that's, yeah, once that happens, you're kind of like, oh, thank goodness. All right, we'll just kind of take a step <laughs> back from this whole thing, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you just see it happening in the background. You're like, oh, God, great. <laughs> you're, you're more disappointed because yeah. you're like, well, nothing's going to happen from, like, nothing's going to prevent that one. So, awesome. And then you just have to endure... Because, like, that's the thing. He switches it from being, like, oh, it's a it's a dumb threat, but it's preventable to, like, oh, God, yeah, this is actually a real problem and no one's going to take care of this, are they? And But it's not happening to the main character, so it's not a problem, you know? <laughs> like, like, ugh, great, all right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's tough. The, again, Berserk just, that's, it leans really heavily on uh, two types of emotional... And the worst thing happened, yes. Here it goes. Yeah, that's <laughs> the entire thing. thing is like, how can we make this situation more unsettling, more uncomfortable, and worse? And there, it's always, well, either death, rape, death and rape, or death rape. And you're like, well, what is death rape? And you're like, exactly. And then you, you don't, yeah, it just, that, that's it. That's all he's got under, under his sleeve. It's those gonna, two things. This video is going to be, um, a yellow dollar that. sign. Yeah, yellow dollar, <laughs> dollar sign. <laughs> but, uh, On the YouTube out. <laughs> that's just berserk, yeah. I, I, there's nothing I could defend because I also don't like it. I don't enjoy reading that stuff. So it is annoying to me when I see it. And so I agree. But I always got the impression that it never, it, like it's not necessarily meant to be enjoyed like that. Well, Berserk it, isn't a feel-good shonen. It's not like, yeah. oh, guys, we're going to save the world. It is not empowering on any <laughs> no. level. It's yeah. a fucking nightmare. It's a selfish hero's quest where Guts' Guts's only prerogative is to get Casca back to how she was before. And like, I haven't, like, I haven't read it, but, like, one of the closest things I can think of was, like, what I get, the impression I get from Gantz O or Gantz Zero is, like, it's like it's the berserk thing where like there's a character who just has this you, you have a character or characters that are just in a situation that they cannot ever escape presumably and it's just going to get more violent and worse and every pot like on a like on a global scale absolutely everything is getting worse and it's affecting everyone and you're just following a, a people that are kind of just trapped in this endless thing just trying to get through the next chapter essentially and then the next set chapter will somehow just escalate further and it's not in like the power fantasy thing of like aha after frieza is is cell and boo and so on where it's like it's like this previous encounter but more stronger -er, so i gotta like become more stronger -er again to beat it it's like every single one is just like grim and distressing and does not does not really like the the fun cathartic aspect of it at all it's just a fucking weird ride <laughs> but it's strange it's strangely compelling it reminds me of uh Tsubasa chronicles i i didn't watch the show until the end i did read the manga but it's like it's basically the same premise somebody needs to be restored and it's it's i say somebody but it's she needs to be restored and he needs to help her and it's also the same pattern of removing agency from her although i don't know if casca well, I mean, if she's being assaulted, sexually assaulted, then Casca obviously has she... no agency. She's a yeah. she, she's literally just a sack of potatoes. And, and the that, entire, that like... pattern that pattern is basically tied into the the pre precisely what what is the problem with what the conversation the, the, how the conversation started. It's just the removal of agency 
from women. And that happens in fiction as a result of the way the world is in terms of, you know, the world is sexist. So, you know, people who unquestioningly see the world the way it is, they, they represent it in fiction. Although maybe sometimes it's on purpose, other times it's, you know, with the best of intentions, as, as is the case with the accuser. I'm, I don't I'm know. To it's uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh yeah, don't 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 spoil. Uh, There's no need for but that. But like, I that's a dangerous sentence. I don't want to spoil yeah, like, anything. So, but... so I don't want to. I, I don't want to spoil <laughs> anything. But I don't think that that logic applies to Berserk. I'm not um, saying that like it's for forever like that. I'm just saying that it's a, pa- a pattern. Because I was thinking of Tobaza, yeah. Tobaza Chronicles, but I I thought of another one that was similar to that one as well, and I forget which one it is. It's like the whole anime was about. Restoring some, I don't know, I don't remember. Because uh, you were talking and I was just thinking. It's definitely just an ask. Like these, these two things are gonna are kind of an interesting parallel to some extent, where there's just the issue of like if you're a woman consuming media, there's this weird feeling that like due to representation, there's this idea that you're more likely to be raped than to be somebody who can fight. And it's like it's like because like one of these things people have really big misgivings about about um, about representing in their media, like it's like a problem, and they're like, no, I can't I can't show a woman doing fighting or getting hit, but like rape is weirdly common, and like that and like the fact that there's a weird leap past yeah, one rape- thing towards the other one is like so it can be so strange to witness on like a macro scale. Because rape removes power and fighting, even though you're defending yourself, that's inherently power empowering. That's the reason. Like uh, it may, again, it might not be conscious, but if you think about it, then it becomes conscious. Because it's just there's no other explanation for it. It's just how it goes. The reason I, the reason women can't fight in the army, or I'm just using it as, as an example, because obviously they can these days, depending on the country. Um, the reason is because you're removing their agency and removing their power. That's, you know. Yeah, and, and of there's course, an aspect of like the, like in one way it's like, okay, well, one of these is a, like a way worse version of violence against women than the other one is. So why is it somehow more yeah. common? But it's because they both fit in the same narrative of like, these are two different versions of women aren't empowered. Yeah, absolutely. They're, both, they're, bo- they're both situations where the woman is is doesn't have agency and can't defend themselves and can't do what they want but specifically like yeah yeah like they're they're always passive mm-hmm. so like that and that's that's the through line just as an added uh an added thing because it's all about the power as well um the the other aspect of representation of sexual assault in media primarily aimed towards women is also has to do with the using the bodies of women as props and and it, it again ties into how uh, uh, I keep saying Ryuji, but it's not. It's Curio. Curio. That's the one. Uh, that also ties into how the author of, of uh, Yakuza doesn't want Curio to beat women, uh, which is that you're not centering the character of the woman, you're centering her body. Even though it is fictional, obviously, but it's also it, it ha- is, it's intimately related to how the, the, the body of a woman is used in media and is, uh, is objectified. That's, you know, that's the, uh, for me anyway, it's the easiest way to understand objectification and how it happens and when it happens is to, to uh, specifically observe how the, the feminine body is used in media and how it is also used in, in, when I say media, I mean, I don't just mean fiction. It is, we're talking about fiction, but it's all the other media as well. 
um, and it's detached from the person, and it's never understood as as uh, a, a, well. It's not. It's never understood, but it's rarely understood as as a, as a, as part of of the character. I just think people are fucking lazy. They just don't have better ideas to be shocking than that. It's it's just yeah. People pa- just... people fall back on previous assumptions and just like the default things that people already like, and and it's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that is like casually sexist and uh, and so on in media are often just kind of tropes being repeated uncritically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm doing things because I grew up with media that would bring up these kinds of things. And I'm not really questioning why, and I'm just yeah. gonna keep. I'm just gonna kind of regurgitate the culture around me. And that happens with any sort of discrimination, really. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's really when when there's a kickback from when you call somebody out for being discriminatory in their writing, and you say, "Hey, you shouldn't you shouldn't do this." And it's really when they they just sort of double down and are like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna write a book about this man who dresses like a woman." I'm talking about. JK Rowling. But the example applies. Yeah, I don't I I to me I when it comes to media, there's obvious like if I if I if I see a trope, it's I just generally ignore it because I don't it's What does that mean? <laughs> so like I it's forgettable for me when oh, I see what tropey mean. stuff happens because to me it's just like yeah, 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 okay, I get you're gonna do the thing. And you just like move on from it. You don't really, you don't retain it to memory because it's not worth. You like, like forget, just, you forget the entire plot happens. No, like I I forget like uh like a good example is I or you I forget just, that it is, or you just forget that it is a trope. Yeah, not that I forget it as a trope. I just forget that it's that other people might see that trope negatively because I'm so used to seeing that trope. Where it's like to me, it's already negative, but I don't think more about that. I don't go like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing that trope against." It's like, "Oh yeah, that trope," and I just move on but from that, it. Doesn't uh, that affect your enjoyment of certain media? That, I mean, wouldn't you no, say that? Well, sure, because again, it's lazy. You just you're not thinking critically. You're just like, or not thinking, but you're not you're not being creative. You're just like. Yeah, I can just do, like, haha, you know, trans women and Japanese are always oh, quite crazy. And it's like, sure, all right, whatever, man. And you just kind of, like, move on from it. You don't think about it. They're the character like, isn't really interesting or important. Distressingly, because, like, sexual predators. Yeah, they're always either really flamboyant to the point of, like, I, you can't even mistake them as anything but what they are. Uh, or they're like really creepy about it where they're trying too hard to get with the main character who's clearly not swinging that way because you know who would because haha only weirdo people do that yeah, that would be gay am I right fellas yeah exactly and so <laughs> yeah. again you just you kind of like well again for me I just I just it gloss I just swing past it because it's like alright unmemorable character throw away garbage I don't have to pay attention it's like who, who gives a shit um, I think I think there's a certain I think I do that as well in, to a certain extent. Like, for example, one of my favorite uh, franchises, not franchises, not really, it's a series of books, basically, Lord of the Rings. I, I really enjoy those. And I, every few years, go back in and read them again. It's full of that of of uh, sort of, well, certainly it's not full of women. It has very, very few female characters since we're talking about representation here. Um, I mean, but it's also full of, of, of just uh, ingrained um, notions that are just blatantly... Um, discriminatory and to the point that i really the best way for me to understand the books is to see them as some sort of like mythology sort of thing being written from a uh 
oh, this is not really what happens, it's just a made-up story, because some stuff just doesn't work in the modern day, and I don't think it ever worked for me, even though I read the books like 20 years ago. Um, but that's but not when they it, were written. But, yeah, but I think for somebody in, in the beginning of the 20th century, reading that and, and seeing the orcs and the way they are described and the role that they have, or just not having any female characters throughout the whole thing, uh, or... Uh, you know, th those are the two that come to mind, honestly, the, the, the two most important, I think, um, just, you, you know, it wouldn't or, be, it wouldn't be a problem. Example of the idea of, a of, a of a thing just being regurgitated uncritically. Yeah. I, I like, think oh, yeah, Lord orcs, of the Rings, you know, the orcs from all the orcs, like you just, <laughs> like orcs have been used in previous popular things. So they just infinitely rep replicate into every other form of media. But then like only in recent years, people are like. Is the discussion actually happening with the idea of like, wait a minute, is the entire origin of the concept of a orc like a racist concept based around distressing uh, things about other races written by a white guy? Then it's like, maybe, yeah. we should, maybe we went a little too far without ever questioning this. And, uh, and, and yeah, absolutely. I, and uh, the thing is, it re I think Tolkien himself sort of understood the limitations of his own writing so that's why i some i i think i prefer to think of lord of the rings as written as a sort of like this is like a bible or it's, it's not supposed to be like the literal thing that happened just the story that we have over here you know what i mean yeah. um and and you sort of forgive forgive that uh everything is black and white uh there's there's such a thing as elemental evil or or just the the whole biological determinism of, of the race of race uh, as a concept throughout the whole the whole whole setting uh is just super worrious worrisome um but it's just written like like that and i think it it work for me it works uh if i forget that those things and just not really think critically but if i want to think critically about that like i think i think like it does diminish my my enjoyment but in the moment when i'm reading and when i'm just thinking about it it's like I don't know. I think if that's well, what yeah, it's like, saying. Hey, you saying. It's like we watch all the Harry Potter movies and you're just having a fun adventure. <laughs> but then every now and then, maybe even when you're not watching Harry Potter, but just like a week later, you're just like, yeah, but why do all of the why do all of the goblins control the bank and they look like that? Like they, mm, they control Jewish. all the money and they've got giant noses. And I'm like, yeah. mm, they're, they're Jewish <laughs> goblins. Is that, is that really know, hard to, to parse through? Like you don't have to. I, no, I don't I'm not, know. I'm not, like, I'm, I don't. Not I'm not. I'm not like. My point isn't to pretend that I don't understand why she yeah, did that. Of course. My <laughs> yeah. point no, is that I... it's just a. It's one of those things where like a thing, kind of just spreads around uncritically, but it becomes a thing where it's like it's a it's mass media where it's a hyper popular franchise that a bunch of people are exposed to all the time, and so it's worth questioning what that impact oh well, yeah. how that can impact society potentially if it's, if it's reinforcing certain ideas potentially like, oh, yeah, wow, we're, we're in an area of a neo-nazi resurgence and there's anti-semitic tropes in the harry potter franchise that's not great news <laughs> like it, but it's, it's not on purpose it's not it like, doesn't single-handedly make me go like let's cancel all of harry potter uh other things do that more, but uh, specifically, uh, there's J.K. Rowling. Uh, Jake herself, she, can, she she cancels it good. Like she doesn't even need like rope. She has a fucking like she has a rope factory. She has a closet of nooses. She like did, it's yeah. endless. <laughs> like, My God, it's it's just no no never has someone hung themselves more times on their own. <laughs> and she, but, uh, she 
and she's still making more money than it's incredible yeah but uh you know god uh, it's, it's like her and roseanne <laughs> it's like <laughs> like that's, I the, mean, that's the company she keeps at this point i don't know it's oh yeah that's true it, it's weird but, to me like, yeah I, so it's, I, my point isn't like ah fuck you creator of yakuza and fuck you tolkien how dare you lord of the rings is canceled but it's I mean, not yeah, like, fuck tolkien. no it's just like these particular it, but it's just like acknowledging that there are ideas that are regurgitated by some of these f- franchises that are worth questioning and that's like that's the that's the to bring this to piss off everybody uh that was basically the point of the tropes versus women series with anita sarkeesian and so on like people got really 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 fixated oh on the idea god. i don't want to talk about feminism it's been like you eight had, years and we're still not emotionally prepared to process this I'm, topic you don't understand how like PTSD. i just PTSD. if somebody ah. says anita i just see red and then i go straight to the comment you, section and then i just start doxing people no. why did you <laughs> have to bring no. politics into the podcast oh my Keith? god oh my yeah we got all this time into the podcast with no uh, politics but i said i said anita sarkeesian and now it's just over he said it again. That's it. Video oh, games man. Are Let's just say it a few more God. times. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Oh, Wrap no. it up. Clap, I clap, Nintendo. Oh, no. Shut the fucking been, doors. I've Can't been... have Mario in this sexist pro era. Not going to have Princess Peach saved. No, it's oh, going to yeah, be that's... more like that's a good Mario example, gets actually. saved but by wait. Princess Peach. If they that's cancel me for saying Anita, then they're the cancelers. <gasps> Checkmate. No. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that's your shield? <laughs> <laughs> that's the what's well, the hate. infinite irony is that the, yeah. it's, is the the implication that it comes from one side when it's like everyone it's fucking cancels like opposite. calls for cancellation all the time and it's just like a nonsense. God, I hate cancel uh, culture. What a shitty uh, waste of time. But like the I the think... whole point of that series was the idea of talking about a trope. And yes. yeah, the difference is that and because there's another channel that has the same show. But with a, uh, but without the same like spine behind it, where and I don't mean that isn't like oh you're weak because you don't have a sp- like I don't mean spineless that way. I mean like it doesn't have like the th- uh, the same <sighs> uniting theme behind it of a point. But overly sarcastic productions, a channel I like a lot, has an entire mm-hmm. series on tropes. Uh, but because they uh, usually dance around the more uh, controversial topics, uh, they don't have the same backlash. But it's the same episode like uh if you look at trope talk by overly sarcastic productions a show that many of you are already watching because it's very popular it has Mm -hmm. basically the same exact uh structure as the uh tropes versus women series did uh their video game tropes in video games versus women or whatever that awkward name was for that series uh because there was it was i think there was tropes versus women before that and then video game tropes versus women was the specific one where people got real angry uh but that was because it was specifically a series of feminist topics as opposed to just general topics but like in in overly sarcastic productions like every single time it's like okay here's this idea of a trope and here's what it potentially means here's why people use it in a storyline and here's some of the iffy things about it and why it can be good and strong but also can fall into pitfalls because that's the thing about tropes is tropes are not inherently negative they are just a reoccurring concept either a theme or a device in a storyline and we tell storylines we tell stories almost entirely in tropes sometimes (laughs) 
Yeah. And so like, it's just an observation like, hey, this is a particular thing that comes up a lot. Like from this channel, I learned about the concept of a Lancer because I was like, what the fuck is a Lancer? Because you talk about these like particular groupings. Like, If you make five anime boys that are all going to go on an adventure, they're going to have like certain personality types, most likely just like in like mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles and so on. Like Red, you, you, you Red di- is you really good about that. Your personal- your personalities and certain archetypes. Otherwise, they'll be they all. Otherwise, you might make them all the same person. <laughs> Because they have yeah. to have conflict, but not enough conflict that they're not on the same team and so on and so forth. But You always and, have the leader and the guy who wants to be the leader and the guy yeah. who's a mediator between them and the guy who just doesn't give a fuck and everybody's kind of yeah. weird about that guy. You have to have a klutz. You have to have... I don't no, the klutz actually. is usually the go-in-between, like the guy yeah, who's like, mediating like between... Yeah, like, like it's like how TMNT has like the uh, yeah he's the, there's the awkward funny gets into trouble character there's the fucking loner rebel guy there's the nerd and there's the leader and like that's and like there's yeah. variations to that a lot and like yeah basically so like, think like, of, like, Lord uh, of the Rings Raphael is the Lancer and you got it Raphael's yeah. Vegeta <laughs> yeah like, uh, and like that then like and it's really interesting learning those stuff via that channel and so on uh, but if it's it's really funny watching that like it's like the same obviously there's a slight difference uh trope talk is kind of it has like an extra credits tone where it's like the fast talking and like and like the higher voice and like the slideshow effect and all that but uh yeah like it's it's functionally the same show on a structural level and and the whole and like if you don't engage with that structure in an intellectually honest way where you meet it on its own terms of what it's even supposed to be trying to say then your brain turns off and you lose your mind trying to sit through this because these are both shows that are about an endless series of examples of an idea to illustrate not only the ways that an idea can be expressed, but also the number, the frequency in which it is expressed because one, you're trying to reinforce the idea of like, okay, here's how this idea can be used, but also you want to show evidence that this idea is used a lot so that you can argue that it is a trope to begin with. Yeah, like, that whole thing has to happen, and so people. And it would, really uh, trains your brain as well. Thinking about that, yeah. think about things like that trains your brain when you're, whenever you're seeing something new, and, and it just educates you in probably the the least moralistic way of the sen- of the word, uh, or moralistic sense of the word. It educates you for new media that you consume, and you can enjoy. I think you can enjoy media better and have more pleasure when you yeah, are just kind of understanding you, yeah. these ideas. And yeah. you and it's it's also like it's it's interesting oftentimes because you're learning more about things that you kind of already know because you're you're watching media constantly because that's like our world is <laughs> like there's this constant <laughs> media you're reading books or you're listening to podcasts and you're watching YouTube videos and you're watching movies and TV shows and reading comics and so on and so forth and playing video games and they all have these structures behind them and you're picking up on them whether you realize it or not. And so having a word for it and learning more about the thing just mostly just gives you a better understanding of the thing you're already engaging with and helps you kind of be more critical of the thing and learn more about it. And also sometimes remember it better and sometimes appreciate stuff more when it does things well. And also like a lot of media is built entirely around subversion and subversion doesn't work as well if you don't understand if you don't understand the things yeah. in the first place that are happening. Like it's uh, like, well, that's like, not necessarily like, true. Look at Fight Club. <laughs> Well, that's that's oh. <laughs> yeah. That's people failing to understand Fight Club and being like a they're just being fascists. There's like I love yeah. Fight Club. It tells me fascism's good. Oh no, you <laughs> aren't good at media analysis or RoboCop. <laughs> I've I've heard some people talk about RoboCop. You failed art. Yeah, I've heard dirty some people Harry talk about RoboCop. Is, 
not oh i've uh, never watched dirty harry dirty harry is not a pro loose cop movie it's as a franchise it becomes that eventually but like the movie is that i although i'll never get over the fact that once like when i said that art, art is political somebody's fucking like counterpoint was dirty harry i'm like do you understand anything <laughs> what the fuck your example of an apolitical piece of art was dirty harry you're horrible oh, yeah. at this that's embarrassing what, what about judge dread then that's oh, not political at all oh uh, mad max ah. It's, it's it's the it's Water that World. fucking it's always that infographic of cyberpunk fiction where people oh, yeah. like or of all the ideas being expressed by cyberpunk and then everyone's like cool arm lasers woo <laughs> <laughs> uh oh jesus but yeah like the uh <laughs> to rewind to the idea though was just that like people see red because they're already mad at the reputation that the anita has because a lot of that's like churned entirely outside of her own behavior to an extent. Like there's a lot of like entire YouTube channels that built a career out of just being mad at her and all of their content has more viewership than any of her stuff ever did. And like, so it's or an does. endless insular yeah. feedback loop of people basically just representing her however the hell they feel like. And in many cases, just making shit up and the audience will never actually engage with the real source material that's being criticized here. So they won't know what her videos were even like to begin with and that's its own problem but also like if you're already seeing red and you refuse to engage with this media on its own terms then you're just going to see the list of games that comes up and instead of actually thinking about the trend as a whole that she's illustrating throughout all those games like how here's this trope and here's a bunch of games that have this trope and so on you're going to get laser focused on like trying to disprove every individual game on a sing on a one-by-one -one basis <laughs> and if any of them you can disprove you're like haha i've defeated this video and i've conquered it i can now stop watching it and like like the, I've, I've i've had multiple conversations with people where they just like they just check out because the, the list happens and they find like one example they're not quite satisfied with the idea that it reinforces the thing she was saying therefore they've beaten the video and the video is bad or something and i'm like yeah, but all of those videos illustrate a trend. All of those games illustrate a trend collectively, and it's like dis at some point, like because I've seen the videos, like it's like disingenuous to like pretend. Oh yeah, the entire list is bad just because you found an the iffy example, and it's like in. Not that I necessarily want to defend people who attack Anita Sarkeesian. I will concede that it is sometimes difficult to like we we can be talking about the same the same movie, the same piece of fiction. And uh, and point to a thing and just say uh, that this can be interpreted like a simple example of of, of some of this, we saying that the the is it goblins in the yeah, art is in many ways very very subjective which is part of the reason to make such a big list is because yeah you need to talk about but, a, a number of them because if your one example is not everyone can agree on that then you, it's hard to illustrate your idea. But I don't doubt that there are people who look at the whole list and just don't see by not seeing like a clear, delineated, unquestioning or unquestionable uh, example anywhere. They're like, oh, this could be interpreted in another way. They just disregard it wholesale. You know what I mean? Because like it's 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 perfectly possible for people to see to look at the same thing and understand it the same way and just give it different va different values and different weights of how actually how relevant it is and and that's how people that's how people develop opinions at the end of the day really it's just that you you value some things other than uh, than other things and i'm not trying to equate uh, both sides here what i mean is well yeah it's literally it's, like if, this if podcast is an example of that yeah the cure you talk like, with if, andrew and someone you see, like you have completely different like reads yeah. on the idea and that's that's how this works 
if you see the thing is if you got into the whole issue by watching bearing or or whatever that dude now is or i don't know this is some big big uh channels the that so many big the quartering yes that's the one uh if you just listen to their videos um and and just you god rest enjoy, your soul <laughs> yeah that too uh but if you enjoy listening to them and you and you agree with them it's going to be difficult for you to break out of that if you don't make an effort because that's the that's the role that's yeah. the rule for everywhere in life everywhere if you if you don't make an effort to try to think a little bit critically you're not you're not going to break out of your habits and you're just going to be oh, yeah. stuck in however mode you're thinking it doesn't matter what mode you're thinking you are uh you just if you don't try am i really right let me let me think a little bit about this a little bit from the other perspective and then yeah, everyone, make a, a everyone on the call. planet is way more a victim to their own tribalism and the sides yeah. they've picked than they can possibly be aware of. Like, like we're like hardwired to be incapable mm, yeah. of self-criticizing on this particular way. And it's like people have to like. They're like, it has to be so romantic, like people have to be like backed into like a into like a separate they have to feel safe. And they have to feel alone <laughs> and unjudged and like there has to be the right yeah. amount of like candles and incense lit. And then suddenly somebody might just white see the right video in the right context where an idea slips in before the emotions take hold. And then they have to deal with that idea. And they didn't realize it didn't signal fast enough that it was a thing they were supposed to be mad about based on all their preconceptions. And so the idea got in before the mad reaction to the idea got in. And then they grapple with it and they might end up changing as a person. But that's like, it's a, it's a fucking phalanx, man. Like everyone's yeah. got a phalanx and it's like bulletproof. I mean, it's important to note that what, what I'm saying and what you're saying is not a defense to people who say, oh, you shouldn't be aggressive when you're defending. No, it's an explanation. Yeah, it's an explanation. Like the policing the tone of people who are constantly harassed, like uh, Anita Sarkeesian and, and, uh, and others. Uh, who are constantly pro not prosecuted? That's not the word, but like harassed, basically. Uh, and and for them to be mad and for people to be mad about uh, people's shitty attitude, that's totally warranted. I uh, like I'm not trying to pretend that, the, and I don't think you're trying to pretend either that the best attitude to have is to always be nice to the to the people who just think bigoted things and just always try to be you know catered to their sensibilities and be like oh but do you because if we ever that, antagonize them how will we ever bring them to our side we should just exactly act <laughs> like they're right all the time apparently that's <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I don't know what the fucking implied solution supposed to be. Like it, the people need to come to their own realizations on their own terms, and if those own terms is to, you know, hear, you know, be badly received by people, then that's how it goes. Because you know, sometimes if, if you're a jerk and uh, people are mad at you for being a jerk, that's the way for you to stop being a jerk. Other times, it's just you get worse. I don't know. And uh, you know if you I mean? haven't. Uh... If you're one of those people out there that heard about the Anita Sarkeesian controversies and whatnot, but you still haven't actually watched the series, like, just go watch her series. Just actually mm -hmm. go watch the video game series that everyone was so mad about. Uh, you'll be shocked. Because, like, for years, people literally made a career out of out of attacking the series and her as a person. And in many cases, she was putting out, like, one video every, like, three to six months 
But in that time, an individual channel would make 24 videos about her or more. Like, they would just fucking churn them out. There was always another thing they could come up with to talk about. Because, like, they had that content machine where they had to keep rallying up their base every day. Because that's how the YouTube... That's feeding the YouTube algorithm. You got to have your weekly content where you just, like, are mining those views. It's like how fucking the the courting will yell about cartoons he doesn't even watch. uh, Because he thinks that people will be mad about it. Or at least he can make them mad about it if he brings it up in the right context. Like, it's just an it. It's a dishonest grifter outrage machine. It's just embarrassing shit. It's, he's an embarrassing, sad, shitty person. Uh, yeah. And I and I know that because I've seen his content on like all the people that mm-hmm. talk about Anita half the time. But like, you'll be shocked how fucking boring the video game series is. Like, <laughs> I learned things. I like a few of those videos taught me, if not things I'd never, if not ideas that I'd never heard of at least gave me a word for things that I'd kind of observed, but didn't know how to articulate that particular idea, like Miss Man or Fridging and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like this idea, like, aha, there is fully fledged character boy. And then the girl one and stuff like that. And then of course, Fridging was like, I think I had literally not heard of Fridging before. And now that I've actually heard of it, I have like a way more context for a lot of storylines because I'm like, oh shit. Cause once upon a time in a superhero comic, I think it was, I think it was Green Lantern somebody just came home and like their wife was in the fridge because they were like dead as i think it was the the green lantern i think it was hal jordan or something like that uh mm-hmm. and like it's it's like the idea of like oh you killed this female character as motivation for the male character it's like a, it's like the more final version of damseling and so on it's like this character exists in the storyline to be the motivation for the male character and like that's just an observation and like she f- and she specifically says that like she specifically makes the point in the series that like part of being critical of media is like a part of enjoying media is being critical of it. Like it's like you can enjoy media and want it to be better at the same time. And like, that's the preface of the entire series. This is this idea like video games are not evil and the people that make these video games are not evil, but here's a particular trope that is kind of harmful. And here's why it's not great. And here's an examples of how it just, it's so common. And like, shouldn't we question why that's super common? And the no. idea there is that is not that <laughs> the idea there is not that each individual thing that uses that trope is individually bad, but like there's a collective wrong from the fact that it's ha- it's happening so constantly, and the very existence of her content being there to be like, hey, let's just actually stop for a moment and think about this for a second. That's all. That's winning. She wins. That's that's the only goal is to have everybody stop there and think about it. Because if you stop and actually think about it, you're no longer regurgitating tropes uncritically. You are making a choice from then forth if you do use that trope or not. And that and ma- it's that, so that telling as well. It. Sometimes well, there's yeah. some there's some authors that will use tropes on purpose like that that they know are tropes. And it's also very telling that they are using tropes knowingly. Uh, I and mean, in other, in other so cases, in, people in will use them media. thoughtfully. They'll be specifically like, oh, I'm going to use this trope and I know that there's some issues with it, but I specifically have like I think I've done the cost benefit analysis here. And I'm like, the way I'm going to use this is worth going down this path and I'm going to do something interesting with this. And like it makes all of our stories and art better. It's a win for everyone for that. No one ever fucking does that. The budget. Watch, Watch so much fucking media where it's like, yeah, here's a trope. Okay. And Let's he, just do it. Are you going to do anything with it? And they're like, yeah. That's it. The, the trope. It's the hero's like, no. journey. Let's Don't do just the give hero's me a trope. Journey. Give me something with the trope. Like, yeah, are you going to subvert it? Are you going to build on it? Are you going to somehow make this tie into your story? No, I just I just want a trope. 
okay, fine, fuck off then. I don't have time for this. Like, <laughs> it's anime is full of that. More, uh, more so recent years because I think there's been a boom in in how many anime series have been produced, like and, for well, less than years. Anime has uh, there are hundreds of hours of things you could talk about why anime is like such a fucking shitty medium, uh, and it's it's like. You could talk the the amount there's like hundreds of things you could talk about with anime why it's a shitty medium and it just triples in scope the high, the more you progress so like anime is like it's isolated because it's only from one place so it's kind it's shitty but it has its only a small amount of shitty things then you go to like cartoons in general like all cartoons yeah they're super shitty there's so much fucking problems in cartoons then you go to like live action shows you're like there it's just a sea of shit and then you go to movies <laughs> and you're like i don't even think you made anything you just created literally nothing why did you do this and then you go to video games and they're the pinnacle they're like a black oh, you think hole movies are worse than, than movie, things like games are the worst medium games are nothing but a gigantic fucking archaic black hole of bullshit where you're in like, terms what of is, storytelling or yeah in uh, terms of storytelling yeah. like, what's the point it's like it's all yeah. tropes nothing but tropes fucking tropes you're like stop stop please stop the tropes stop it and we like, just the, need to think of of thing of uh metal gear solid basically video which games is are what a, it is one of the best and it's tropes left and right i mean i mean playing a triple a storyline can be fucking brutal in video games where you're video just games like, exist like it's, in a it, loop You'll you'll play one story for like thirty hours, and it's like it's just like I saw the tin, and I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> like, yeah. like from step one, yeah. I knew because it was going to be so trope laden and so uncritical and uncreative that it was just going to be exactly what this was always going to be story wise. And it's like it's incredibly disappointing playing a AAA storyline usually. And it's like there's I, only I, I check out. There's only three things you can do with a AAA video game: consume, enjoy, repeat. That's it. That's yeah. the only three thing. If you do anything besides the three, you've broken. The system like, breaks. Cause I, cause it all I see crumbles like, down. I see like the new like Batman four player game coming out, or I see like Watchdog Legions, and I'm like, they're gonna do nothing with this, aren't they? Like it's at best gonna be Keith, like Keith. it's gonna be the same gameplay as the previous Keith. game, but the next gen flashy graphics and no. just a nothing no. story like a nothing they added, burger it's it's in london now keith it's completely different uh, everything wow. changed revolutionary like, everyone talks in a dumb accent they drink dumb liquids <laughs> and they have a dumb queen it's completely different from like america where they drink dumb liquids they have a dumb king and yeah it's complete com- keith completely but they different. have more guns in, the, in america no 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 no. Oh, it's Tom Clancy, so of course they have guns Watch everywhere. Watch Dogs isn't about shooting. Is it Tom it's Clancy? A, well, yeah, Tom Clancy, but it, Watch Dogs isn't Tom Clancy. Ubisoft oh, okay, sorry. publishes Tom sorry. Clancy stuff. Watch yeah. Dogs is just a... Almost, yeah. what, every, about, every, what, if, what if a hacker was Assassin's Creed? And it was like... If, yeah, okay. if, a, if a Ubisoft game has guns, it's probably Tom Clancy, Watch Dogs, <laughs> or Far Cry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's like, there's like a six bit Tom Clancy franchises, then then Far Cry and Watch Dogs, and yeah, like they everyone each one well, each one of those all, franchises yeah. kind of like finds its one niche, even if it's a few games in, and then they just aggressively stick to that niche. Like Watch Dogs Two yeah. had like because the first game had a really was really boring. The second one was like we have really <laughs> animated, fun, chipper characters that say quippy dialogue all the time, and so now this Iconic. third game is about like a kind of a dark revolution. 
but the identity of the franchise is that chippy dialogue so they kept it yep. <laughs> and like the oh. and like who cares if they clash and like ever since far cry 3 they've been like okay i get it every single far cry game Ugh. is an open world game where you there's there's bases that you can attack from any direction <laughs> you shoot things there's like like there's 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 some wildlife there's some fire and there's some like crafting materials you gather, but more than anything, uh, on top of all the, the, the obviously there's a bunch of nodes on the map, and you're trying to complete the map like every open world game. But the most important detail, no matter what, is that you've got to have a super super quirky villain, and he's gonna have a lot of chances to monologue at you, and he's gonna be like the primary selling point of the game, and he's gonna be on the cover. Like they should they, just they, put they, that video about the. Do you know what the definition of insanity is from Val or whatever his name was? Just over yeah. and over. It's all the storyline. That's all you need. Just, I wish that was the tagline of that, every video game. Of, of every video game. The next, like Albert next, Einstein said, uh, "Did you ever hear about the thing I said about insanity?" Yeah. Like fuck, the next man, one's almost a parody of itself because the next one they just straight up got the guy that played Gus Fring in Breaking Bad, uh, <laughs> and, he, and, he, uh, and he's on the cover. And I'm like, all right, well, you found. The most iconic TV villain actor practically of the last decade. He's going to be your big iconic villain in your iconic villain series. It's like Far Cry, Far Cry right. Five was such a fucking insult. Where it was like they just, they just get so creatively it, boring so it fast. Got to it got like I played I live stream myself playing Far Cry Five, uh, and I had more fun doing non story stuff. So I had more fun like breaking the game. Like we. <laughs> God, we played. We did a thing where we went, we were hunting all of the kids, and uh, all because the point is you you you're so for those who don't know Far Cry Five plot, it's the plot it is, of Wasteland Three. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could argue that. It's yeah. just like basically there's Christian fundamentalists, and they're like, what if we just took over a state and nobody stops them? And wait, that's you, the plot of Far of, of Wasteland Three. Yes, yeah, no, it is the so, Plot of Wasteland 3. There's, so a, you, there's a big, significant, like, very prototypically American sort of, like, supervillain dude. And he's got a bunch yeah. of kids that are all controlling different regions of the map. And you have to, like, deal with each of them one by one before then coming back and potentially dealing with their dad. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I, Wasteland 3. Yeah. And, and in and both so, games, you can technically just resolve it right away. <laughs> oh, by, uh, by shooting the dad? At least I assume you can just shoot the patriarch. No, no, you. Oh, yeah, probably. But you cannot in, in far, shoot. Uh, no, in Far Cry Five, Far you, can Cry just, 5 you can no. just refuse to. You can refuse to. Uh, oh, it's that secret him. ending. Yeah, because that's the other thing. It's like Ubisoft, like the, their board of directors, just like commands. Like, aha, people like this thing once. It be it is now a mandatory staple of the series. So it's like, okay, <laughs> now every single Far Cry game has to have a fake out ending or a secret ending where like. There's a some interaction you can do in the first scene that ends the entire story, and then you yeah. just get an ending, and then you're like, "Haha, I did it!" Because like in, in the other one, like in Far Cry then, Four, they, they tell you to wait here in that room, and then if you wait there yeah. for like ten minutes, he just takes you to the place you want to dump your mom's ashes, and the roll the credits roll, and nothing happens. And then five, you can just not arrest arrest the guy because arresting him makes all the events of the story happen. And yeah. it's like, all right, and I, it's. <sighs> But so we're I was go we were going around hunting the kids and uh, one of the kids because they all have their fucking monologues and one of the kids was going on this huge fucking monologue like he does like every there's a moment where like every five minutes you're just having a good time trying to trying to suffer in peace in this world <laughs> and you hear this howl 
and all of a sudden like you're gonna get you're gonna get like a a dart in your leg and you're gonna pass out and you're gonna go through this stupid fucking like oh here's this weird creepy house of horrors and you have to run a little like that you remember call of duty uh, they always always have to come up with a reason why that you're getting monologued at so yeah half the time you you just magically get drugged no matter where you are and then wake up in captivity or something And so after the third time it happened, I got so infuriated because I was playing like co-op with one of my friends. I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to just kill him right now. We're just going to fucking end this this entire thing. So we we be like beeline to where he is, did his entire story real quick, ran to him, blew him up. I dragged his body halfway across the entire map. Like I just threw it in the back of a truck and we drove to the other side of the map to where the next child was. I threw the corpse of the child in front of him, blew up the guy, the next guy, took both of those kids in the trunk, went to the daughter, blew (laughs) her up, put her in the trunk and then drove to the final guy. And I was like, fuck this game. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck the game. Here's your kids. Fuck off. Leave me that alone. Does sound I more just fun. want to that do does sound things. Like, that sounds like more fun, yeah. And then we blew up the truck and all the kids' bodies flew out and it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like, oh my god, it was such a better game than they could ever come up with. And people are like, yeah, Far Cry 5 was fun. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. There's nothing good about these Far Cry games. Far Cry like, 5 was exhausting. Far Cry Primal was the last time they tried. After Primal, it was just a shitstorm. And I don't know who's in charge of it, but they're also a shitstorm. And whoever's leading them is a shitstorm. Like, stop making Far Cry games. (laughs) That's true. Please. Well, whoever's leading them is definitely a shitstorm. They're Uh, not fun. They're not... I'm I'm a tremendous fan of the first Far Cry, the one made by Crytek. Um, And then they went on to make... The one that the fewest people played. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that, actually, that that game is very influential. Um, yeah, ultimately speaking, there's just the aspect. It, like, I, I just think about like, uh, there's the Fire Cry series. Then there's the smaller, smaller subsection of people that that like talk that sing the praises of Far Cry two. <laughs> and then no, like, no, wait, no, there's ooh, still a one gross. before that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so even Cry fewer terrible. people talk about. Yeah, the first one like went head to head. I think it was like in the same month or generally around the same time of uh, Half Life two and Doom three. And for a, for a while there in 2005, like there was a big discussion over which one of the three was the best game. I personally think that it's Far Cry, uh, and uh, I, th- I, th- I think it's an amazing shooter. But um, so I, I followed I followed the development of Far Cry 2 um, for for a while, and then I figured it wasn't going to be for me, and I never bought it. Uh, I played the the demo or something. I played for a little bit. Um, and I think I might have it, actually. <laughs> I don't know if I bought it or not. But uh, I, I, I didn't play very much. Uh, and, but then I bought Far Cry 3 on release, uh, which is probably the last AAA game that I bought. Um, and honestly, I've been riding Far Cry 3 since then. Like, I every, every time I think about getting or maybe trying an open world game that isn't related to me doing a Let's Play... I think of my time playing Far Cry 3 and I'm like, eh, I'm good. I don't need to play it uh, again for, for right now. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like, maybe, this, maybe it, I'm done with this franchise or genre. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. But then next year I think back and I, I still remember Far Cry 3 and I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good for now. It's like I had a, a nice big dinner and then it's taken a while. <laughs> but they're <laughs> like, what if we made that just... same dinner every night? Yeah. Far Cry 3 was, yeah. was just like the, the like basically the final call. Where someone's like, "All right, guys, this is it. Here's the corpse. We're, you know, we're doing the puppet show. This is the last one." And you're like, "All right," and then everything after that is like, 
It was the well, last the time they did. It was the last time they did new things, and then the, yeah, all those and new and things so, were like, "Well, I guess these are the correct new things. Time to lock yeah. this in for good." Yeah. Now you just <laughs> like you're looking at somebody playing with the same corpse, and you're like, "Well, some of the limbs are falling off, but I guess it's still fun." And you're yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" Like Far Cry Five is <laughs> such a you you play Far Cry t- like two and primal, and then you play Far Far Cry Five, and you're like, "What happened? Where, wait, what the fuck happened? Who?" Is this the same game? Like, is this the in same many franchise? ways? It's almost unchanged, and in some ways, the changes are in any changes that you can find are usually for the worst. Far like, Cry I, started as a very generic, like big old buff man goes through and saves the day, and you can kind of go like, "All right, fine, that exists in every yeah, like in Half Life and Halo and, there's and mutants, it, yeah, and there's it's also, lovely." Well, yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff that makes it not quite our world, but similar enough that you can get invested or whatever. But Far Cry 3 immediately goes like, but we can make it more real. And you're like, no, 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 no. That's not the point of Far Cry. It's like, oh, but we can make it more real. Now it's a real country. It's like, no, stop. No, no, it doesn't have to be. Now it's in America. No, please stop. Just, I don't, <laughs> I just want the cartoon again. Well, please make it where it's like. nightmare dystopia America. <laughs> Like, Far Cry literally had a point where you could turn, like, you were half of Werewolf. Like, that was, that was part of Far Cry. Was it the that, second one? Yeah, yeah, Primal, Far Cry Primal oh, was, Primal, like, you, Primal. you had, like, a weird, oh, like, drug in you that That's made you before, basically, like. Between four and five. Yeah. No, between three and four. No, oh, between, between four and five, uh, yeah. two and three. No. No, it was between no, four, four and five. Four and five. It's it used like the map, map of four. A map of four, yeah, yeah. Or not it's, Primal. I'm sorry, I'm not talking about Primal. I'm talking about, uh, uh what's the one after Far Cry 2? I Are you talking about the one after 1? Is it the no, one after 1? that's Far Cry 2. Instinct, Far Cry Instinct two. is what it was. Far Cry yeah. Instinct. Uh, yeah, that's the one that after was one, the one, isn't it? Far Cry Instinct, that was it. That was no, the last okay. time they made a good Far Cry. It was Far Cry Instinct, and then it just toppled downhill from there. It was like, oh, well, oh, you guys fucked it. Oh, and Far like, Cry Instinct is just a remake of Far Cry. But... So it's, oh, just is first, it? so it's just the first game remade. Okay, so Far Cry 1 That's is the like only good Far Cry. Later. They never oh, made a good Far Cry the, after that. We're talking Sorry. about the same Far Cry. This whole time you kept saying Primal, so we thought, yeah, we thought you were talking about the one between 4 and 5. Oh my, I, I thought fucking... He, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't talking about that one either. I think this is... <laughs> Blood Dragon? Are we talking about Blood you know, Dragon? Are you talking about Blood Dragon? The crazy neon the expect- nonsense one? With the, no. Yeah, there's with also the, Paradise the Lost, apparently. Robot Dragons. Hold on, let me look up the Far Cry. Because Blood Dragon room. was my first I can, Far I can Cry. Give you it was really disappointing from there to go to all the other ones. <laughs> please, please tell me all of the Far Cry games, because apparently there's two. I, I have a, you have a link on Discord right now if you want. Blood Dragon's it's a just a high wicked. point to then descend from to the rest of the franchise if you play that first. There's Predator and Evolution. But no, that's the, uh, like, I, the, cre- the choice they made in Far Cry 5 that made it especially just... Predator. <sighs> so Predator is the, the, the one I was that, talking like, about. It's just, mm-hmm. just the fact that, like, every second you play Far Cry 5, you will get attacked. Like, they don't understand <laughs> the idea of, like, quiet time in an open-world game somehow, even though they make the most open-world games out of anyone. They somehow didn't realize the value of it. So in Far Cry 5, what makes it really exhausting is, is there are no high and low points. You're at the same base le- base level of, of action every moment of the game, because if you aren't currently fighting... About 10 seconds from now, like a jeep full of people is just going to fucking show up and attack you. Like, right? you just get, you just get fucked. Like, it just spawns enemies on you on the map every moment of the entire game for the entire playthrough. And it's fucking exhausting. That's it's like so, so, it's so monotonous. There's no emotion, the problem, high, highs and lows at all. 
the problem with with open world games is precisely that it is uh like you you have you as a creator don't have control of the pacing of the game and what they decided to do is to have control but max it out all the time <laughs> forcefully have control oh my god because i think back to the first control. far cry I, I i think back to the first far cry there are so many changes of pace it's such a brilliantly level the level design and the ai stand out absolutely stand out there's like there's was the like first was the first far cry a linear shooter it wasn't linear it was like branching but it was it was like missions like half-life it was, and that sort of it stuff. was pretty linear yeah, but like each mission, each mission had a, a, a relatively open world where you had like th- uh, three or four paths that you could take at like certain perfect points. dark kind of. Yeah, you weren't oh, yeah, you yeah. weren't t- you weren't on rails like yeah. you could you could walk around. Yeah. but you were definitely being told like, "Hey, bud, this is where you're going." Like how you you're on, or here. like how you're on a mission in like Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Like, that. Yeah. like, that. like I got Except I got choices. Better. I can do things, but like Except I'm here better. to do this one thing specifically. <laughs> And then I'll be somewhere else. There's like, there's, I have memories of, of just, you had these binoculars that would tag the enemies and uh, it's just in the middle of, of the forest of the jungle and like looking down, like maybe a mile down, downwind, just like looking at tagging all the people or, and then going to a tunnel and there's like stealth sections, there's turrets that launch. It's like all sorts of, it's like the greatest hits of all shooters up until 2005 or 2004, apparently it was released. Like, because it's a really old game, but it looks it looked so good at the time. Like it, it really pushed the graphics. That game couldn't couldn't be played for for years after you know, on maximum settings. It's like <laughs> Far Cry Two. Or like Crisis. Sorry, it's like Crisis, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's what because, a that, what a business model. We're gonna make games you can't play. Yeah. See you one day yeah. when you figure out how to run this three years from now. Because uh. <laughs> they were making decisions about the way the engine was optimized that would like depend on on the uh the evolution of graphics cards for example like um far cry uh crisis for example only runs on one thread so multi-core i'm I'm not sure if it's just one thread or one cpu thread uh but it's like multi-core computers weren't really a thing back then so they were like oh probably future computers are not gonna have too many cores it's just gonna keep going up in frequency guess what they didn't (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, for the graphics card, the same the same thing is like they they invested heavily on on uh, texture mapping. I think it was for Crisis and for Far Cry as well. And graphics cards just go hard on shaders. It's just shaders everywhere these days. And we don't we're not particularly, but we're very we're a lot more powerful than we were in terms of texture mapping. But just not that much more powerful. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like geometry. It's not really a thing that we worry about too much these days. So, like, if back then you had made a you had made a game that just went crazy on geometry, then these days it's it, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't I necessarily totally, be a lot faster. I can totally buy the idea of the first Far Cry being the best Far Cry just because it was an open world. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it also it <laughs> open also world just was like a, a risk. And well, risk yeah, but, games yeah. are always a lot more fun than like yeah people a new just... a new franchise can be exciting because it's not just yeah. iterating it's like i have ideas of some kind that that justified yep. making a new name and branding and all that shit halo halo 5 oh yeah. what happened here um, why is it look happened? like shit <laughs> uh but also like yeah open world is a bane on video games yeah in many open world is just a fucking disease that needs I to agree. go away totally agree because generally speaking open world tends to just take an existing gameplay genre and dilute it 
Because it's always yeah. it's always like, oh, I'm in an action adventure game, or I'm a shooter, or I'm a stealth game, or I'm this and that. But I'm super diluted, so you're going to play the same maps over and over again, or revisit the same locations over and over again, or there's going to be a bunch of pointless, empty space between each of the things that actually matters. And in the Far Cry case, there's also this issue of like, like in a Deus Ex game or other stealth games and so on, like there's a level where you like, I start here, the various, the task or tasks I need to do, or and including optional ones are scattered in all these different locations. There's a bunch of very carefully made choices about like where the vents go and which computers have what passwords and like all these other things that you can go on and where the guards are placed. And so there's a bunch of different ways and like that you can approach that one thing. And like that was always and that was fine. There could just be the one level for that mission, because if you liked the game enough, you could then go back and play it differently the next time because the levels were so interesting in, in the ways that you could approach them that oh, yeah. they that like they, they, they was replay value. And the, the thing is that is it wasn't complete, pure freedom, but it was many, many, many options that were kind of planned somewhat. And you could you, and you could mix and match them a bit and so on. But in Far Cry, an encampment. <laughs> Is just in a fucking open field. So yeah. you have so much freedom attacking a Far Cry sequel encampment that it's basically they just are they're all a homogenous sludge. They're all identical to each you, other. You like use all, the word sorry, go ahead. Like they're all functionally different from each other, but you they all play the same forever. It's like, okay, there's an encampment, so there's like there's gonna be a tent there and like three buildings. One of the buildings has a second floor, there's a generator for the alarm somewhere. And like, I can like, I can either like go in and stab everybody or I can like stand on this shelf and shoot them all with a sniper rifle and any solution you have for a particular encampment, you can then apply to every encampment for the rest of the game because they're all functionally identical to each other. And you'll never really have to improvise or really suffer the consequences of planning poorly or someone in a way that you would in a more lin- more linear game that has like art- more articulately designed levels that have a clear start and end point and like almost no games successfully take the open world and make it part of the game you use the word um replayability and like that, that it's it's so it's such an important concept because what happened or what happens with a a linear game or not necessarily linear but like a, a non-open world game is that uh, you play it once and then you go back to play it because you enjoyed playing it and, it, and the replayability is the, the the game stands up to being replayed um, based on just how much fun or how how fun it is for you knowing the game already to play it again right but oh, yeah. open world games they 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 take the replayability into the first playthrough what you're saying about them being always the same camps that you're taking all the same missions over and over again that is a necessity of the way at least ubisoft designs uh, and they don't just make it part, they don't make it just part of the playthrough as an option either it's no no make, it's you need to the, replay they, the game over and over again yeah. to finish it once they make the experience <laughs> yeah, they, they make it the experience of beating the game once the act of doing the same thing over and over and over, over again yeah. well beyond what would normally be comfortable for a playthrough reasonably having yeah and that's the other thing, because they know so many people don't finish games. They don't even care if you don't finish their game. They all, all they care about is the engagement, and if you play, if you pay for their microtransactions, and if you don't finish the game, it doesn't matter. You got tired, sure, whatever. It's like you finished maybe their old game twice instead of five million times, like people kids used to do back in oh, the yeah. days. Like I like I watched <laughs> the other people in this house play video games, and like I don't 
they never finish anything. <laughs> they just like the uh, a curiosity comes up, a particular AAA thing that catches their interest shows up, like a Monster Hunter World or uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. I mean, sorry, uh, the remake, not Advent Children. Uh, and like, I spot some of the games they, they end up playing, uh, even Outer Worlds and some other things. And it's like, and like, they just kind of play for a few hours and they, 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 there's a few sessions here and there. And then one day it just never shows up again and they're back to playing their lifestyle game be it like league of legends or overwatch or now genshin impact for some people and so on and they just kind of like keep grinding that wheel forever so yeah a lot of people just don't play games and unfortunately that leads to a situation where the most popular games are constantly like not being punished for having horrible pacing because people won't bother sitting through it anyway like like they a also lot of comments- they design the games with, no- with that knowledge they know yeah, like they designed the games with uh, knowing that uh, there's a certain kind of person that today finishes games, and that that's not the same person that he used to finish games. It's like how in Ghost of Tsushima, like there was, there's all these people proclaiming it the the game of the year or the game of the generation and making such a big deal about it. But there was also so many comments <laughs> talking about how they just like, <laughs> oh yeah, like I quit somewhere around like the beginning of the second region. <laughs> like they just stopped playing because they just didn't really feel like it anymore, and they just kind of petered out. Uh, I. I haven't played a game of the generation in like generations. <laughs> what what the hell is a game of the generation? Like, I, it's a console term. It's a thing that is I don't more think a- I don't think there's been a game that I could definitively go like, "Wow, you did it! You actually iterated on this uh, and taken games to a new level." Oh, that like, has. Dark from Souls. Triple, uh, sorry, from a AAA studio in years. Oh, in a like, AAA. Well, it depends on what you consider AAA, hell, though. Uh. I mean, like, AAA do you consider Dark AAA. Souls to be AAA? No. Okay. That, yeah, that's, that wasn't made by but a some AAA studio. Do. But some people do consider it to be AAA. From Software isn't AAA. I know. I mean, I agree with you. It's, yeah. But I, I can also respect somebody that tells me, no, they're AAA, because then they, they show things like. Uh, it also depends Hollow on what your, or where your line is, because you're probably. Because in many cases, people t- t- treat it as like a AAA indie dichotomy, and that's the only categories. Whereas, yeah, yeah, like now that I think about it, yeah, like I would probably would say that From Software was like a double A company. Yeah, they're, like they're, they're on the same not... tier as half the people that are making the Souls likes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're I would not. I would definitely not say they're triple A. I, I actually I can confirm they're not triple A because they can't even release fucking games half the time that aren't just buggy messes. So like, <laughs> and they're they, not triple they, A. They ship their games with uh, you defeated death screens. So that that. <laughs> Even hire a damn translator yeah i don't think that's triple a <laughs> i think that's like you know they did it congratulations a man like, that it's the, that has the, been passed, the first right? like six versions of dark souls one were fascinating <laughs> i don't I, and yeah and so telling me that's a triple a is like i don't i don't 720p think that, yeah. 30 frames per second pc game that says you defeated when you defeat a boss fucking <laughs> insulting like, no that's no you defeated it you defeated is when you die, I think, isn't it? No, it said you died. Oh, it's it was, when you defeated. That was fine. No, it, the okay. victory screen was you defeated. It was hilarious. That's the uh, one, yeah. <laughs> I think if I go back, because this is, we're fucking, we're going to sad games history now. Dark Souls I never part played that one. version of the game. The, uh, the, me neither, because I, I used mods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played. Like, no, we're, I we're, played t- we're talking about fucking ancient fucking history right now. If I can find it in the here. first time. First Our SEO stuff. is so bad that it's hard to find. Our, there we go. Nine years ago. Jesus. <laughs> Nine years ago. There's a video called Pointlessly Offensive. I, I'm going to turn the audio off because I'm a little worried about what that means. 
Like we can f uh, f uh, hopefully we defeat pointlessly this. Pointlessly offensive. Okay, what is go. this? Oh. A 999 nine, let's play. Here comes the successful oh. run against the asylum demon. Chop, chop, and he's fallen over. Big pilgrim. You defeated! Yep, at 922 on Dark Souls Part 2. But you have to find the one from 2011. That's nine years ago. But yeah, it just says, yeah. you defeated! That was the fucking text. But this, yeah. is, this is ancient fucking sad games history because that was our first playthrough. Like we had some videos Somehow, before that yeah. that were like, yeah, we had some we had some like let's tries basically of of Xbox Live indie games, but the first actual series we tried to start was a uh, was a uh, was you defeated? <laughs> it was a uh, Dark we Souls. Did not, we, did we did not defeat it. No, we did not beat it. And also, all the comments are uh, the comments are not oh. kind. <laughs> It's still I, back in the time where videos had to, well, didn't have to have 10 minutes, but you still made it. Out yeah, we had a video, duration. we had a duration cap, so all of our videos were like 10 minutes yeah. long. Uh, but this one is not. This one is like 10 minutes 24. No, the, the cap was 15 minutes. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, yeah. The part two is 15. 10 minutes and 24 seconds, but you might be finding one of the other places of Dark Souls 1, because there's like three or four on that channel, technically. Yeah. It, took, yeah. it took a long no, no, time I'm for seeing one the, of them I'm to seeing succeed. the video, but... That yeah. you're referring to. But yeah, there's a... That's but nine... Case, 2011! We're old, case, we're all turning into dust, we're gonna die. Yep. But my my statement stands is that, yeah, video games are something you consume, you enjoy, and you, you replay. But you don't, you don't critically think. You're not supposed to stop, you're not supposed to question. If you do that, then you're either... Uh, uh, I don't know, the whatever the laundry list of things that you see on uh, being used as talking points to invalidate someone talking... Uh, because you're not supposed to do any. You're only supposed to play, enjoy, consume. There's move yeah. On. There's the loop. Get excited but at E3. Pre-order the special edition. Consume. Never pre-order. But move on immediately to consume the next thing. Like that's the yeah. that's the loop. Get excited but then about they the, also get, want... get excited about having collectors items for a game you haven't even played yet and don't know if you'll like. But you probably will like because you're already in this feedback loop of just accepting this as the baseline. You have and to this like you spend this $130 experience on the is so, collectors edition. Yeah, and this and like this feedback loop of, of these of the like these games are so consistent and unchallenging to you and your idea of what this can be as art and so on that since they serve you such an identical experience all the time, you probably will like it because you're already liking it. So it'll just be like a loop and you just keep going. And that's just the baseline forever. And then if anyone yeah. tries anything creative or scary or new, you're probably just going to get mad because that's hmm. the default reaction to being surprised by something or not getting exactly what you wanted spoon fed to you on a loop over and over again is you all just get kind of indignant has... about it. Call of Duty Cold War has a non-binary choice. Fuck, man, I can't play Call of Duty ever again because now I can. They have politics in my Call of Duty. Now there's three choices for gender instead of two, and I'm gonna only choose male anyways because I always choose Wait, they male. Had, but they had female already. Politics. Yeah, uh, uh, male and female always existed, but uh, no, no back whoa. in the day <laughs> in the Black Ops, Black Ops series, not Call oh. of Duty. I don't, I don't think that's thing. even true either. That took a while. No, the storyline. Well, because they didn't give you an didn't. option. It wasn't any of the ones that I played. Them. Yeah, what, I stopped at well, the second Modern Warfare. I think. I think. I saw once, I think it was Modern Warfare 3, and it was offensively bad. As in, like, not even storytelling or nar narrative. It just was such a bad game. <laughs> I, I saw somebody play that, and I was, oh my god, that it, why? And later I found out that there's a second studio that does, like, the 
the bad ones but, apparently but yeah that kind of stuff is like it is do, sorry does it inf- does it affect your gameplay does it affect your ability to play the game and does that uh affect ruin your uh, ruin the game entirely call of and, duty ghosts multiplayer gender options are about appreciating female fans so ghost is probably the one okay that was, and so and, and again it what did was, it do so many All games it did was, i had like lost made, track entirely it just let someone go yeah but that's it like it doesn't nothing fundamentally changes about call of duty you still are committing war crimes in the name of a nationalistic pride like nothing has nothing subversive has happened you're not being taken on a a, a feminist Look, uh fear monger oh yeah. and wild as long ride. as you can no amount like, of in, no amount of inclusion will ever make call of duty progressive <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. like what the fuck like, it's, exactly it's, it's, the, the, the the entire narrative is based around so many distressing assumptions about how the world has to be in order for those narratives to happen and it's like an endless loop of like of just distressing stories yeah like i saw a joke on twitter where it was like uh it was like someone said soldier one and it's like he is gassing and then soldier two they soldier one sorry they were gassing all of the children to death like yeah <laughs> great call of duty you, you changed the the gender you no, know like you change yeah. gender choices but the, the actual substance substance is still not great <laughs> like people people complaining and then call of duty adding new genders but then changing nothing else about what it is as a series it completely rings of like 10 uh, 15 million merits the episode of black mirror where the character sees issues and and goes to the top and tries to actually change something but then just gets completely co-opted by the by that system and nothing functionally changes because he only becomes incorporated into the very uh, power structure that he was discussing in the first place symbolism like, the thing wow. is symbolism is 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 so easy to give to, to signify basically because you know it does as long as it doesn't change anything to the narrative because any can you imagine call of duty without guns no you can't it needs to have guns it needs to glorify war also because the u.s army wouldn't pay them to make the game if, as they do if they didn't glorify war so they need I mean, to you can they need to go for the low-hanging fruits you know get the women get the breast people. cancer awareness ribbon on the cover yeah <laughs> like aha i mean there, it's and again that's the thing that uh, that's what bothers me is that there's not you know you can't critically think and i'm not but, i'm not saying that you have to make every fucking video game follow some rigorous standard of of, course, eth- yeah. of ethics but you also don't have to just consume blindly there's it's not black and white in this case you can just but go down the gray gray zone and go like yeah it is good to make video games where you play as a war criminal so you can see the fucking bad things you're doing <laughs> but at the same time maybe we shouldn't have a game where you're like going through history and whitewashing it like those, like you have those types yeah. of things where you're like, okay, well, oh, yeah. we can, we Echo, can definitely echoing have real life atrocities. Then switching the nameplates on who did it to yeah, make America look like, better. Yeah, it's like, just oh, like it was a, the uh, that wasn't America. That was the Russians or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I cannot believe they would do that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, me neither, because it didn't happen. It's like what? <laughs> like I, let, but at the same time, let's not forget the uh, the backlash that Battlefield five was it had because they'd had a woman on the cover yeah because so, it wasn't real because women didn't exist until we, yeah, we invented them in the 60s yeah yeah no wait <laughs> yeah was that i 70s? mean Ray, reagan the invented hippies. them they were tr- uh, trickle oh, no. down gender they were tr- no <laughs> yeah remember when we invented our second gender <laughs> <laughs> that was called the 
<laughs> what what second gender? Yeah. The only gender. Oh, how many times have I seen people? There's only one gender, and it's still always women, because of course <laughs> you're d the default gender if if you're a man. There's no such so thing as a second gender, Keith. That's why men is in women because there is no second gender. They're lying Whoa. to themselves. They're just men who don't want to be men. That's it. There yeah, is no such men. thing as not. Yeah, there's no such thing as non-men. There can't be non-men. Everything is man all the way down. There are human, there like are men, stacks, there turtles. are women. <laughs> to be fair, English does have a really worrisome way there, of phrasing the whole thing. Are, yeah, there are trans men and trans you, women. They're all men. You can't you avoid should, it. We're all men forever. There is no other gender. You really should Stop. start talking Latin or something because there's so many words for all these things that don't involve the word men. Uh, Which, I would, except you know what happened? They didn't follow the rigorous man standard and went extinct. That's why Latin is a dead language. Exactly. That, that's, not, that's not why Latin is a dead language. Oh, it's definitely why it's a dead language. If they followed the man code where everything is man, they wouldn't have died off. Well, do you see English dying off? Actually, it's the dominant language because we follow the man code. There's well, only man. English, English is a fairly new language, all things considered. Well, yeah, because someone had to rise out of the ashes to stop all these dying languages from dying. No, no, in the sense of like, because Middle English is not English. Well, and, no, Middle uh, English is the same as even like, Shakespeare language is English is kind of like. Whew, what's, Shakespeare? What? Shakespeare didn't speak English half the time he was writing. He just made up words and was like, <laughs> "Say it out loud for me in public," and people are like, "I guess you're paying me to do that." You're a very like, good writer. Very good writer. Shakespeare. <laughs> Everybody goes. Shakespeare is like, a. a lunatic i do like having a language that doesn't have to deal <laughs> That's with it yeah. <laughs> i do like having a language i do like having one of the languages that doesn't gender everything because that yeah that i can as somebody who didn't grow that. up with it i'm confused by the very concept as, as somebody I, who's I, tried I to learn some, yeah. i had to memorize some of it in german and i'm like i don't understand why every single item ever that we ever name has to have one of the genders on it in, and why they're not way, all just the one that's the neutral gender, which also is a thing in the language, but that's not yeah, what all the inanimate things but, are. But not in Latin or Romance languages, um, which or most Romance languages. Anyway. In a way, it's sort of like, it's it's elucidating, and in another way, it's very limiting. Because obviously, if you're talking to somebody, you immediately need to gender them, uh, because you're, you're, you're talking to them. Like, well, like... Hello, are you well? When you say well, that well changes depending if it's feminine or masculine. So See? you're gendering them immediately. That's exhausting. This is why, this is why the man language works. Everything's uh, a man. You don't have to gender anything. Uh, you don't but, have to worry. Uh, but in another way, it's sort of because it detaches, like it readily detaches gender from sex. The language itself does it. So it, it's easier to to understand that, that you know, to not, not get those two mixed up because when you say that... Um, the word well has a gender or the table has a gender uh then you're you're uh you're you're obviously not talking about sex you're talking about gender which are two different things that is infuriating but like i would but be i would be terribly think, upset if someone was like actually you said the female version of table i'm like it's feminine. a fucking table it's, it's a the feminine table. version not female that's a different that's it's, sex the table isn't a gender or a sex. It's a fucking table. No, it table. is a gender. It, it is fe no, feminine it's a or masculine. Table. It's a table. It's it has no gender. It has no sex. <laughs> but that's the it thing. has no biology. It's a that's piece of thing. wood gender in the is shape not biology. of a fucking table. <laughs> gender is not biology, Andrew. That's the thing. That's why I was saying it in a way it's easier. Okay. But to the table is still not a man or a woman. It is not female gender, or masculine. It, it, it is not a man or a woman. It's not biology, but 
gender is biological. Gender applies to biological things. <laughs> Not well, applying sex applies to, to biological applying things. Gender, no, I'm saying like apply, applying gender to com- completely non-biological things is exhausting. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, like lamps. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. It's lamps. a table. It's not a thing. I'm it saying is that not a gender applies organism. to things that at least contain biology. <laughs> but I think I think English does does in, in non-gendering languages. It's a lot easier for an English speaker. What I'm saying is it's a lot easier for an English speaker to mix up gender and sex than it is for a Spanish speaker, for example, because you, like you're just used to treating those two things in very different ways. I mean, not not very different ways, not d- d- unrelated, obviously, but unrelated enough. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, not just, necessarily because I'd have to it's know a different, with the language. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's hard I mean, to understand. I, I've tried. I, I mean, I've been learning Japanese and it's not it's not pleasant. It, <laughs> that I have to be careful about what I'm saying because what like one word is more feminine and it's like I don't fucking care. It's a it's like it's an onigiri. English I don't give a shit if well. I say it in a way that sounds more feminine or masculine. English has that sh- as well, though. Does it? When I yeah, say like table, example, people don't go like, "Uh, do you mean like a like girl for example, table? if you say cute, the word cute is a good example because it can apply to all uh, all things in general, but also yeah. it has a, a specific connotation." And it's not used uh, normally for both for for uh, both men and women. That's just sexist. That's just yeah, people but, being but, sexist. Yeah, that's like, I'm just talking no, about the language. That's that's, what, that's how language works. That, you know, no, but you know that's, I mean? the language itself doesn't have a pre like pre existing disposition. Like cute isn't only for women to say, and that's oh, not you, how the word saying, existed. You're saying like, Japanese is 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 actually in the language. Yeah, there's like there are words oh, that only women say, and if you say them, you sound like a woman. And like that, I hate that. That's infuriating. Uh, Why uh, the fuck did you do that? Why would you make such a division in your like language? Way, it's like the like, way Portuguese say thank you. We say it gendered because we say more, we are thankful, and thankful is gendered. So we say obrigado for men. And obrigado language, for language is so fucking important because it frames the entire. It's it, it ends up framing your entire model of how you can think. Uh, it's like yeah. in, a, in a very strange, <laughs> so at least a really strange miscommunications and like cultural gaps where like just you grew, if you grew up with a particular language, your entire framework for processing ideas and communicating them can be completely changed by what language you speak because it's a mistake to think of them as all being like one to one replacements of each other. Yeah, And that's a good example of it is the idea of like, oh, like a different like different uh, languages straight up process gender differently. On a fundamental level, mm-hmm. yeah. Another another ones like you have to like invent a new idea and try to teach a new idea to an entire country when you're trying to d- discuss a gender idea because it, the language doesn't allow for it. I mean, the, yeah. the nice the nicest thing that's ever happened in this world is the invention of technology because technology existed before the like, invention way, of technology. That's well, not how it because, works. That's not how technology like, common like. Okay, so sorry. Com- you computing, computing computers. is the best thing that's ever happened to okay. language because uh, computers happened so far after language existed. There isn't a way to gender computers, so every computer term is neutral because you can't be like, "Well, there's a feminine way to say email." No, there's not. It's just fucking email, idiot. Email that's is masculine, whole- by the no, way. No, it's not. In Portuguese, it's- it is. <laughs> that's Dare why would email. you? Do- why would you do that? Like oh, so many other languages, just don't bother gendering. They just say like it's the- a neutral. It's like, the thing it's, is, English doesn't use pronouns as much as as any Romance language does. So, so like, for example, if I say the email is masculine, yeah. I'm, well, spe- I'm talking about... Pronouns? Yeah, they're called pronouns. 
the the and it sounds a. like a pun <laughs> i mean well, I guess it's just, just use... your brain keith i know uh, so but so if i say the email is masculine it's a i'm i'm saying a different thing than if i say email is masculine well isn't that, say, but that's, that's you know what i mean you, well yeah but, but the word but email itself isn't no no yeah, yeah but masculine like, like, or feminine so it's the way the, it's the, the way pre-word. romance languages work is that you always say the the pre-noun and you need to specify if you want to talk about general things or just a specific email. So, sure. So you because you always say the pronoun, then what are what does how do you say the word the in but, Portuguese, for example? Well, those are gendered. So there you go. That's half the problem right there. Yeah, which because you always say the pronoun, you always that's say what the I gender. Mean, though. But like the word itself, if I showed up to any country and I said email, I don't have to worry about using the the feminine version of the word. <laughs> but because if you, but email. If, is email there is no like when i say javascript no, no, you no. can't go like oh did you mean that's the female. other that's type feminine. of javascript like javascript <laughs> that's isn't feminine, feminine. <laughs> i'm just giving it as an example but actually but you, you say but that it's not. i'm talking in portuguese obviously um you say that but one of the tropes here in portugal for english speakers to come and learn the language is that they always get the genders mixed up and they they say uh uh, email instead of ooh email uh, uh, is for feminine and ooh is for masculine. So they they misgender um, email literally, uh, and it's funny. And that's how you make jokes See? out of English speakers is that you make them say the wrong pronoun and everybody laughs a lot. And the way that I found to get around luck that localizing is... that one. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And the, and the way you get around that is you never use pronouns. But it's very complicated. You say then... email computer send. And they go, I think, fuck, he did I it. Think, He's, it's completely neutral. He said no gendered words here. He did it. He broke the code. <laughs> I think there's another level, though. And the language. <laughs> I think there's I mean, another lev- le- level, though. I guess code's like, also be- a language. Yeah, that's true. But, but the yeah, thing is, code because, is a language. because the, the everything is gendered, not just the pronouns, the adjectives, everything. Um, it, there's also a certain... There's also a certain centering of, of the gender that... D- serves to shape and that's what keith was saying it serves to shape uh, just the way we think about, about each other uh because we just need to have the, like you can't be gender neutral in, in portuguese literally cannot um in from a traditional anyway traditional grammar um standpoint i was gonna say that uh, sounds like quitter talk you can be anything you want to be <laughs> you can language. be anything yeah but from a traditional standpoint you can't and so and people don't don't are not gender neutral there are some exceptions because there are gender neutral words um like, you know, person is gender neutral. Actually, it's a funny thing. A person, the word person is gender neutral, but it is a feminine person or it's a feminine word. So when you say a psoa, that's the, the What does feminine. that mean? What do you mean Yeah, it's that's feminine? why it's a little what bit is, confusing. What, is that, it, it like, works what as does a fe- that mean in context? It works as a feminine word in the sense that it, like you treat it as a rather than u. Uh, it's conjugated the... as a feminine word, but it's not the same thing as but, what you're saying about Japanese, where it means ex- exactly where it doesn't actually imply gender. Exactly. So, so I'm why I'm a person, and when I say that? I'm a person, I, I say <laughs> I say it with a feminine way. Uh, and if I'm talking about me being a person this or that way, I always <laughs> treat myself in the feminine gen- uh, gender. Uh, but I my pro- my pronouns are masculine, so. It, it it can be confusing, but it, there's also a level of detachment there that that I think is. It, I, I mean, what I'm saying is I totally understand that it's hard to comprehend because, uh, yeah, I understand. No, it's, it's 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 a it's it's a lot. Yeah. Like, 
I never like I, I studied German for a few years and I never gained any understanding of why it was happening. I just knew that I had to memorize the gender of every single noun for the entire language yeah. because that That's changes true. the conjugation of how it's used in sentences. And it seemed completely arbitrary. And also, it it, and, and even though it's called gendering, there's no implication of actual gender in the process. It's just the fact that every word fits into like one of like three or four categories. And that German, changes German the words has around more it categories. and so on. So yeah. what is the difference between a masculine, like masculine table female and, neuter and, and so a on. feminine table? There isn't. Just tables you are one gender. Table is feminine. Yeah. In so Portuguese why would anyway. it why would it matter which way you say it? If you say it, you're it's saying if you're saying it way. masculine, yeah, you're saying it wrong if you do it the other way. It's totally just a case of as far as I can tell, it's a case of just like that's just how it's done, and it's always been done. So you sound weird if you say it wrong. But would there you some would exceptions? You not, would you not understand? No, you don't understand. You just note that that person doesn't know how to speak Portuguese very well. So that's just a worthless thing that you do oh, yeah. for no reason. Is yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because yeah, like, if you could still understand well, what like I'm saying, you, but think like, well, he just said it kind of There weird. are some exceptions. Like, well, it's like, how you, very, it's like very how you can usually understand somebody who's speaking like broken English. Like if they're like skipping all the in-between words and just saying verbs yeah. and nouns, basically. It's like, oh, I get basically. what they're saying, but, but they definitely don't get like how to say it all. But don't you have gendered thes? Yes. yes. So you could just keep saying, you could say the. No, no, you still, said gendered does, so not there's genderless. No, they're, yeah, they're all gendered. There's, uh, so Spanish there's the and there's the, but there's a different way to say the? Yes, the yeah. actual the is, in fact, that's, that's what conjugation is, Andrew. Yeah. Like the sentence around the word changes based around the gender of the word. So like the noun's gender changes which the you say. In all mm -hmm. these I languages, language exists to communicate. Like there is no to, default there to is no, efficiently there is no work default together the. with people. Why would you do this? Is this like spite? Yeah. Do you not want to work with your fellow man? Why <laughs> like, would you I, create like in, a language that's complicated? It's like in German when you see when you see D, which is spelled die, like D I E, or der, or das. Those are all the. Yeah. What those English doesn't have a plural. English doesn't even have a plural of the. Because most, most people remember like das something. They think that's how you das speak German. Plural, you right? say das noun, but there's also d and der, which are female, so and, happens... and, and mas uh, female and male. So then yeah. what's the difference between the two? Imagine, think it's of the a, plural. As far as version. I can tell, it's arbitrary and based on the I long think, history think, like, of the I'm language. Trying to think of, I'm trying think to of think the... of the, the comparison of somebody not speaking full English, like someone oh. speaking broken English. And like, oh, so what would it sound like if I say the table incorrectly? Because all I well, can I mean, imagine somebody, is someone. Uh, I mean, a good example say, of broken English would be saying, just not saying the at all. The, for example, or, or saying it in the wrong place. Or, or potentially, yeah, like like saying the verb yeah, that, and the noun out of order in a way where you're like, hang on a minute. And you do a little mental arithmetic and they're like, okay, I get it. Like yeah, that, yeah. like, because like, like a lot of, like when you encounter people speaking broken English, they're often like skipping half the words because they don't really know how they all fit together, but they know enough words to yeah. to get you the like the blueprint of the idea and it's usually enough this is really hard to comprehend i think an easier I... place to start would be the plural version of the imagine english had a plural version of the thus. okay so you would say the car and the scar Sorry, okay. no, not so the scar. The so, scars. But, Sorry, I'm talking plural. The car yeah, and we, the scars. Because we, we just pluralize the noun and not the the. Exactly. Now imagine that relationship. 
that's that's Unless how that the relationship doesn't works. have a plural, in which case, hoo hoo. Uh, well, then, yeah. Well, that's yeah, an interesting so uh, way. You seems... can, you, if a, a noun doesn't have a plural, changing the pre-noun can change the. We the just noun have to itself. add more words. Yeah, yeah. You just like add... a pie or a bunch of pie. Wait, no, pie is yeah, just plural. Just, Never mind. Pie, I'm trying, pie, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to brainstorm a, a word that has a where the plural doesn't change the spelling of the word. No, because English has another enough. problem. English has the much and many. Sheep. And that's that, what I was thinking of. Like a sheep the, or like much, a flock of sheep or whatever, because you can't say sheeps. <laughs> in, the English makes a distinction between much and many, and that is the huge that is a terrible problem for for uh for romance languages, I would say, from my experience. Much because, and many. Keith, that's that's because you're yeah. using the wrong you're you're because those are two sheep. different concepts. Not they're not oh, different the, the words for the same that, concept. The fact that in each sentence it's correct to either say much or many. Yeah. And you they they and like and like English speakers basically can't even like explain it's it to you words. in a meaningful yeah. way because we just instinctively have picked up the pattern over the course of our lives and we don't really yeah. know why. No, like what really fucked what really fucked with me is that there's a description you can you, you can like Google it or something, but it's I don't know how you do it exactly, but like hey. it was this realization of the fact that like when somebody describes something, the the order of the adjectives is always the same. On an, on like an, oh, an intuitive a, that's level, a rule. and no yeah. one knows why because you're never like the big it. red car, not the red yeah, big like, car. Like when it comes to like size, quantity, that, yeah. color, and so on. Like there's like a list of like seven describers that are all different categories, and whichever ones you happen to use always land in the same <laughs> order. And we've all picked this up intuitively without knowing that there was rules to begin with. Because <laughs> that's not, an easy you, way you to are, tell somebody you are not doesn't... taught that in school. But it's weird to say red big car. Yeah. The red big couple of cars. It's weird to say that. He's like, it's a couple <laughs> big red cars. Like, there's a specific uh. every description you have that's an adjective or a modifier. There's a specific order in which to apply them, and you don't. And it's hard to say for sure what it is off the top of your head. No, I think I think but you. But oh, we yeah. all know them <laughs> somehow. It's like yeah, a the, virus, the, like how cats. Those are written down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's with their poo. No, <laughs> it is. Such the order is the order of adjectives, and it's yeah. Uh, I love the number one. Up. Number one is deter, uh, determiner, opinion, size, shape, age, color, origin, material, purpose. Oh yeah, opinion. good luck the, remembering the, the, that. Yeah, right. I don't need to because my body already knows. Yeah, so right at the beginning, you give an appraisal. That's funny. Yeah, it's true. You always say like good or bad or something first. I don't. I don't even know. I I don't. I would have to go back and listen to myself. Yeah, it's weird, talk, right? But I don't know if I've ever <laughs> used that incorrectly. I imagine I've probably done it because I'm an idiot. So I've it, probably it like, missed, it like weirdly I, explains why a sentence would feel would sound like stilted and like thought out over the course of it being said. If they were weirdly saying them out of order, like that would be a signifier that you're picking up on automatically without necessarily knowing that that's why it sounds like they're like working their way through the sentence live here's a fun example the three beautiful little old heart-shaped gold italian sports cars (laughs) that's the order right there and it didn't sound weird apart from a single brick the tower falls the three little beautiful old gold heart-shaped italian car sports that doesn't sports. work. Car sports. Oh, you can't say car sports. Yeah, I think car <laughs> sports is where it fell apart. Otherwise, yeah. it sounded normal to me. You definitely yeah. can't say car sports. It did. That's did just it sound what normal? Yeah, I don't. I don't. 
see. I spotted some weird things. I'm I'm just I, thinking I, it off of the. I do have a lot of experience communicating with people that English isn't their first language, so I think there's a lot of, like over time, I've just kind of stopped paying attention to those noticeable things. Like if someone came up to me and told me like, "Oh yeah, here's a uh, here's a purple flat square," I wouldn't you say it like, properly. No, I didn't. You didn't. You no, say flat purple comes, square. Uh, yeah, you said color proper square. adjective. Oh, he really? Said purple oh, flat yeah. square when it's flat purple square. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that, I, that does change have... the meaning a little bit, doesn't it? Th- saying it the other does way, it? It, it yeah, because it's like, doesn't it? I, it like no. you emphasize a certain different thing. I Not... think there's a yeah. I I don't know. My mind can just imagine it no matter what way, no matter mm. what way you put it. My mind starts imagining it as you're saying the descriptors. It's so feel, like yeah. as you're. T- yeah, so like, like I don't care what order. order feels a little different, but it doesn't actually change any element of what what the thing ultimately is. I see, I see. Yeah, so that's I, and I think yeah, because I don't. You're not going to be like ah, oh, and uh, that I'm interpreting that the flatness is purple somehow. Like it's still like yeah, they're still modifying the same noun no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you can't get like more or less flat or necessarily like <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. it, the order in the sentence doesn't like change the flatness. It's a pretty old. It's pretty old, old or nothing. I don't think, that, but the thing is, I don't think this is like a hard rule. It's just sort of like an observation. Yeah, no, people... I don't think it is a rule. We're never taught it. It's just everyone. Yeah, I don't. I, but everyone I don't knows remember it. this. <laughs> yeah. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, this is real. I'm looking at this. I'm like, ah, this explains everything. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like learning a new trope. You're like, I, I just have language for the thing that is the reality around me. And, and, and with that, I can, when you have a word for something, then you can, you better process it. Like you just need like that's just that's that, that's like the point of pointing out tropes and so on. It's just like when you have a label for something, you can categorize it and you have a thing you can refer back to whenever you're trying to think about the thing. And like that, it makes it like it gives you like anchor points for your brain to work with. And without them, you're mm-hmm. in trouble, which is which, which goes back to the idea of like language as a whole. And like what is the framework your entire language works within? And yeah. there was a I don't know if you guys saw this, but I, I saw that like a, I had a weird interaction and string of interactions really where I would discuss gender in previous videos. And I had the strange thing where people just kind of like acted like they didn't know what the word they was. It's very, like, what What do you yeah. mean? They didn't know what the word they was Could like you, their uh, brain, like they, they, like their brain stalled and like, they just like lost the, like they, and they didn't understand somehow. And like, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were like, they were claiming they was a regional dialect. And I'm like, what? No, I know nah, there's no part of the United nah. States that doesn't have they to describe gender neutrality. That's it's probably like, another video that they watched from that other that's guy. The, that's that's the thing. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing is that over the last five years, there's been a backlash towards non-binary and trans individuals. Then like they in the occurrence of the, the word they to describe uh, non-gendered or unspecified genders and so on. And people got so incensed about that and so stuck uh, with that idea, they kind of collectively convinced themselves that they didn't know how to use the word they, but we've all been using the word they. Because if, yeah, like, in any context, like, you just hear, like, oh, yeah, my friend, blah, 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 and it's, like, a gender-neutral sounding name, and you that could go either way, like, Bobby or some shit. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, who, oh, yeah, who are they? 
and like and you don't think about it but like that's how you speak about anything or like there's yeah. some who are, in like, that case would like, be oh, who there are was them? somebody outside oh, oh yeah who right? who were they like it's like that's how you describe any time you mm-hmm. haven't been introduced to a gender you by default can you use describe they. them them is yeah, that, also yeah. gender neutral I, i've had multiple like, interactions with people that weirdly convinced themselves they didn't know that and i'm like i don't know what to i don't I don't know how we They're got doing it. it on purpose. It's so fucking yeah. weird. That sounds. <laughs> yes. like, that sounds like somebody uh, doing a lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a. I'm like, I don't do. What the fuck is this? I I I have specifically since like forever in my emails. I always use they to describe people. If like even if I know who they are, I just say they. Like they will get their hardware or they will get whatever. Like I never like it doesn't matter what they're actually what, in a. Con- in a, in a maybe I, I don't know if it works the same in English, but in a uh, a company setting, there's a lot of the usage th- that they might be a plural and it might just be implied and you learned it, uh, or it might not. You might be doing it on purpose. But uh, like I know, for example, in Portuguese, uh, we always use the plural, like we and you, as in the plural you. Um, so maybe that's where that is from. It's definitely maybe. been very funny watching like the the. The facts don't care about your feelings types of people just collectively <laughs> pretend that we invented this word in the last 10 years and it hasn't been around for like hundreds and been Look, used kid. in this way for an eternity Keith, and we all grew up with it. Their feelings don't care about your facts, okay? Oh, their feelings super don't care about my facts. <laughs> but my facts don't care about their feelings. Facts don't care and... about your feelings, but I only say that when I feel like I'm already right about something and that's a feeling and I'm not going to check any of my facts because... It's really important that I don't have to challenge myself ever, but it's, you, you just got owned. Uh, destroyed. Not owned, it's destroyed. Yeah, that's an I'm entire form, myself, that's an entire video. But I'm very format. confident that I beat you in a challenge. It's like, uh what what? Yeah. I don't know about that, buddy. Womp womp womp. I don't know. Uh, language is weird, and it should always be as efficient and easy as possible to communicate with the most amount of people possible. That is the only purpose of language. Uh, I hear a lot of arguments. It's not the for only cul- purpose of language. I hear a lot of arguments for culture, <laughs> and culture is a bad excuse. Language only exists to communicate thoughts and ideas well, with but other what about, people of what your about same songs species. And Does, poetry. I don't give a shit about your crappy songs and poetry. You can no. all, language can. That's a different type of thing. Language, the communication no, between two people, should be as easy and understandable as possible. I don't, again, <laughs> you can you can make up a song in whatever language you want. I don't give a shit. The, the Lord of the Rings has its own stupid language for the elves. I don't I don't care. You can but do that. But it loses Klingon so much meaning, exists. though. But, well, yeah, but it loses art, so much meaning. Art is communication. The, the, yeah, br- art. The, you can. And you, you mentioned can you mentioned you mentioned that it's actually an argument against what you're saying. Like Tolkien wrote not Lord of the Rings specifically, but the more so the Silmarillion, but wrote like the whole setting. With mostly the purpose of giving significance to the language you made up, because language by itself doesn't have much significance. It's just you can you can know how to speak Klingon, but without the history attached to the to the words that you use and the people and all that, that language doesn't have as much meaning and is not as strong. And that's why poetry can be very powerful uh, or, or or be very weak and bad if you don't take advantage of that of that meaning of that sort of like shared history and and just sort of like implied significance to the words and all this sort of stuff because you know there's words that they're not good for poetry and why why is that it's not written anywhere it's just it's just what people agree with you know poetry is not how i 
progress the world. Poetry I disagree. is a poetry the is pen a fun is mightier thing than the do. sword. I mean, sure, but poetry actually isn't that's in a different you. context. Yeah, like <laughs> no, poetry isn't going to save you from anything. <laughs> uh, it's it's art is art is a different sub like a, a completely different thing. Art is tied in with culture, where it's like this is a a, 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 per, a part of identity, and it makes you feel like a part of a group or whatever the hell you think culture is. And language to me is supposed to be a tool, just like any other tool. It's supposed yeah, to be an efficient a... way to get things done, which is collaboration. And but so like, if you have a language you... that is complicated, I don't care if it makes poetry sound good. It's worthless because it needs to be good at communicating to other people of your same race. What I'm saying <laughs> like, is that in our, in our speech patterns, there's poetry. Like what I'm saying right okay. now here is me exercising a little bit in you as well. I'm not saying just it's just for me. We are saying, especially now us that are recording an, a podcast and people are going to listen to it. And then uh, so that they can then leave a dislike because we dissed on, on Genshin Impact again. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but like, especially us, but you. everybody talks with a conscious uh, with a consciousness about the, the poetry of their it's not the po we don't say that word but it's it's about that as well we if we were like you need to be a sociopath and i'm not trying to diss on sociopaths here or anything but you need to be detached from your sociological implications of of, of your actions to just say things in a in a uh, um in an efficient way you know what i mean because the way you say things is is as important and sometimes even more important than what you're actually saying and that works for English. It works for any, any language, um, spe like especially with very familiar relationships. Sometimes you don't need to say anything; you just grunt, and you're you're understanding each other. That's part of language as well. You know what I mean? So you can see language as just the rules and just sort of like the what what we write down is just like this is how English is spoken. English is a lot more than that, and any language is a lot more than that. And that's why the, the that shared uh, culture. And you're using the word correctly, uh, but that but that shared culture and identity is very important to uh, language because you know it's it's the, our the way we say the sentence, our pacing, what we stress, the the the, the words that we stress, the words that we choose to say. Like I I I know I sometimes come across as a little bit of a of a jerk because I just say weird words and fancy words even in my normal Portuguese speech, uh, but that's just how I speak. Um, and, uh, and somebody who is not accustomed to me, they, they'll, they'll just think, well, who's this buffoon? Uh, you know what I mean? B Get because out of here. So it's not just about, I know what you're saying, but you also need to be aware of all the rest. Even if you had the most efficient language in the world, you'd still have all of the other aspects of language. It doesn't, it's not really just about what you say. It's how you say it. This whole topic and, just yeah. has me thinking about how everyone need just everyone period just needs to read Axiom's End, <laughs> the Lindsay Ellis book. It's entirely because that's the core of the to entire story is is these language issues and the back and forth. And in particular, just, there's like the of these like cybernetic creature people that like can't communicate back and forth with the humans, but they themselves have multiple forms of communication because they can they have their vocal communication where they actually make sounds at each other rather rapidly and can interpret that but then they also communicate with each other digitally and that's their hyper efficient like like instantaneous communication method because they're because they're cybernetic and they can just talk directly via the internet basically but then they they talk about a third language that they hint at 
they, they call it, they, they call it high language and they can't communicate they can't explain what it means or what it is and That's at a later cool. and at a later point in the story in particular there's this uh the main character plays guitar and she, like she and she would she there's a few t- times throughout the thing where she plays a guitar and she sings a song and so on and the pequod is the pequods are like fascinated by this in part because it's it seems to be it's it's unexplainable like she can't she can't directly in clear terms articulate the meaning of the art and so it's like a frustrating thing that can't be directly uh translated across cultures to them and so it it kind of stands in as like the human equivalent of high language yeah. and like what that means that's very true yeah this is a neat, this is a neat book that's really cool <laughs> That's really cool. Song, yeah, you're absolutely right. Songs, not just this, like if you're playing playing an instrument, there's also there's also language there. It's just a different language, obviously, and the meaning sometimes doesn't even make sense to ask what does it mean. If you listen to the beginning, like a chord, like a guitar chord or something, like there's no meaning behind that. If you ask it like that, but there is, there is a meaning behind that. And maybe it's just a personal, private meaning to yourself that you listen in that moment. And maybe if you listen tomorrow, it's going to be different. But sometimes it's just, it's more than that. Like if I play to you, smoke on the water just a little bit. And you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, whatever. I, my, I got headphones on. I can't sing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just, there's so many levels of, of language that uh, it's just so much more than than. Than that, and that's why I, I think uh, than just the language. I mean, and I think that's why, uh, and that's uh, that's like the biggest reason why our language and the, the, our one if you speak English, German, Italian, French, whatever, that's the the biggest reason why our language shapes so much of how we think, is because it is in many ways a way to vocalize the implied meaning uh, that we have behind our everyday lives. If you don't have a word for it, like if 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 you had a word for for smoke on the water and you just said oh you know it's this and you, you you know it's smoke on the water you just have a word for it like i could say the name of the song but and in, in in for i'm sure for some people like if i say smoke on the water you you know you immediately think of the chords um but you know what i mean it's like there's a level of translation that sometimes doesn't happen with many day-to-day things even like the 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 feeling of of uh seeing a, a good friend for the first time in in a bunch in a long time or or maybe seeing a good friend that you see every day or the feeling of of uh, there's so many things that we do and know and share that we don't have words for, no matter what language. And yeah, that's why it's sometimes easier to vocalize certain some some of those feelings rather than others. I honestly think English is not a particularly restrictive language, despite all the um, gaps. How simple it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it like the thing with English is that because it absorbs so much of other languages, historically speaking, and even modern modern day, it has a lot of room to. There's so, there's a lot of words like you can you can work that you have a lot of tools at your disposal if you know how to how to use them if you know how to say the words like there's a lot of adjectives and a lot of nouns uh, and it's just it's much more varied than than Portuguese. We can either find our way there or we'll steal the language to do it. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's how you keep a language alive. You keep homogenizing. You keep taking from others and adapting Yeah, that's and the definition, yeah. That's the definition of being alive. It's, Otherwise, it's just dead. That's, I mean, that's the thing. That's my biggest gripe with most language is that a lot of language is really rigid. 
and uh <clears throat> like oh the germans adapt. have a word for the on way you feel when you've misplaced a tart i'm like okay take it <laughs> it's <laughs> they, ours yeah. now they have a word they have a word for the people who pee standing up and the pee, the word the people that pee standing down. <laughs> which is fine is I, don't, I don't i mean that is a thing yeah i read about it recently there's the like apparently in german or in germany rather there's there's much more of a consciousness towards being standing down for hygiene issues and and just comf comfort really and just yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it is much, better much for you to be pee when you sit down rather than standing up no the, the other way around it's better it's better for you to stand down to it, you said it the other way around no it's better to pee sitting down than it is standing up my word my my words play tricks on my ears i'm good I'm trying, remember, German. I'm trying to remember which one Colonel said first because now I've lost the thread. I think I think I I, I don't he know. Said, I'll have he to said there is listen. a difference between they have a word for people who stand up and pee versus people who sit down and pee. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. But which one yeah. are you saying the German said was hygienic? The pee stand standing down. I mean, just standing yeah, the, down. the pee sitting. Ah. Yeah, the pee the pee sitting. sitting. Oh, that's why I say the wrong. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Standing down is just that, <laughs> that's why I was agreeing with you because I, I already knew exactly oh, what you, you were, were saying. Making... So I was, uh, I see, I see, I, I see, yeah, I see. that's what I mean by I don't, I don't think I noticed the problems when people speak uh, English in a weird way because my brain is so used to communicating with people that English isn't their first language that my brain just goes like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I just like patch over the problems and put it correctly in my head. I'm just like, oh no, standing it. down is one word of each, so it's just a 50, 50 up. chance. <laughs> well, English prioritizes the down over the up. Or over the the standing. So yeah. if I said sitting up, you know that I'm actually standing. I'm just like there's there's pros and cons to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't like. I never like sitting up. Sitting up the, is a dumb word because you're not <laughs> you're not sitting up. You're it, that's, you're either crouching or you're standing. To be you fair, standing down up. also. If you stand down, like there's a certain meaning well, behind. Sit up usually means get up more than you are right now, but stay sitting. Yeah, it means you're like slouching oh, really? or you're laying down or something. Yeah. Like, oh. hey, sit up. Oh, I know, I know what you mean. Same with stand down. Stand down is usually like you are in an aggressive stance, so get yeah. out of the aggressive stance. No one says like stand down isn't like a way to get to sit down. No one yeah, says like, hey, like stand down. Yeah, do the Slav squat. <laughs> stand down. <laughs> Like patches. <laughs> oh, that's the slap sweat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> the... I, don't, I don't know these things. Oh, that's good. Because you should never do that. Don't, don't slap squat. For peeing? No, just in general. It's not good to do that. The only people who do that are, are untrustworthy bad people. <laughs> like, that is the arch like patches. Like patches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. What a I, fucking I mean, trajectory that, these podcasts go on. I, that, I think that's the fun of language, right? Oh, it's, well, at least it's, it's our fun. Well, this is Never just... Never know. Th this is just the uh, stream of consciousness, like the web of connected ideas. <laughs> We're yeah. from Kiryu to the foundation of all gender to language as a concept. <laughs> like as a continuous <laughs> chain. Well, in any case, my my stance is still there should be one language that is used only for collaboration and communication. And then there should be other languages that people use to make art or do whatever the hell they want to do in their free time. 
with the way but our like, topics evolve, if we ever do like a five hour podcast, we might accidentally like end reality. Possibly. Nah. As it just keeps going. <laughs> reality doesn't exist in the first place. It's only an illusion. We need I, to talk about that some of these days. I have a very fortunate brain that it can just keep going with the stupidest concepts imaginable because it will just keep creating its own entirely dumb universes and then kill them off immediately. Isn't there so, a movie about that? I, I probably sure. I, I'm not unique. I know that much. So <laughs> about, I'm sure about, that idea has been done creating realities and destroying them. Yeah, it's like you go deeper and deeper into your mind. Like Inception? Inception? Oh, like Inception. That's the one. That's the one. Sorry. It's yeah. a lot less like Inception. My it's, thing is yeah, more like true. I'll come up with weird realities and think about the rules in those realities and then question how those rules exist, but they're not real. And then people go like, "That is that a real thing? And I'm like, no, it's not a real thing. I just thought of that thing existing in a different world. What would happen if that was real? And then you just throw that whole thought away and that whole world goes with it. And that's it. You're just done. You've created a world and gotten rid of it in a second for a, a fleeting thought that has no answer and then you move on and that's how my brain works <laughs> well it's i hope fun. this has been thought-provoking for everybody uh i mean it's it was <laughs> a lot it, it got a lot better once we stopped talking about all of the uh what's Rape. the word i'm looking for well that <laughs> all, all, yeah. uh, but i was thinking of all of the uh the sensitive topics all what the do you mean sensitive talk topic exactly Genshin Impact? Don't worry, I deleted all of them. This podcast is only 20 minutes long. <laughs> I mean, if if that's the case, then my original stance remains that the moment we said hello, we ended the podcast. <laughs> so send your questions into dialogue podcast at gmail.com. I meant to get to some questions, but there was just such a natural gradient to this for two and a half hours. And we're mm -hmm. pretty much out of time now. I'm hungry. Also, I'm, make I want to go eat food now. So, make them <laughs> so I'm spicy. <laughs> so thanks for watching, like always, guys. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>